For a time, we tried to contact him by radio, but no response. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome into your favorite Saturday brunch bunch. It's your boys, the Dumb Marks, coming at you again today with episode 34 of the Dumb Marks podcast. Gentlemen, before we get into how everybody's doing in that, I want to give some shout outs here to the newest Marks to the Dumb Marks bunch. Uh, shout out to Harley B and Amy B, who went on Pro Wrestling Tees and bought some Dumb Marks merch. We appreciate you guys. Love, Thank love you. the support. Thank you very much. Follow along on social medias. We'll do all that plug at the end of the show, but um, giving a shout out there. So anybody that goes on buys the merch, we'll give you a shout out here live on the podcast. Jay, how the hell yeah. do you have a Tang shirt already? Like we just <laughs> talked about it last week. Was that randomly hanging in the closet? What the hell? Nah, this is what I do while you guys are talking. I order. So. Uh, so you, you, went on wish, you went on wish and ordered a thing while we, while we were potting. Nah, I'm too big for wish. I'm not. Would <laughs> have been that Amazon uh, Prime two day shipping. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got the Prime the two day that you ordered that Saturday. It was there Monday morning. Woke up, stretched, rolled out of bed, went and got a tang shirt. <laughs> With a glass of tang and a tang sandwich. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, last week's one gotta go. We went over we, we went over powder drink mixes for some reason. Who knows? <laughs> but uh tang was one of the options. That's the one we all voted out, and Jay somehow managed to wear it into the shirt. So tang, uh tag tang whenever we post this episode, so that way maybe we can get some, some free uh some free, some free tang. tang yeah. <laughs> free tang. Um secondly. So last week I brought up uh, Jay's. We're that church of the club. Last week I brought up Jay's famous. Um, there's there's uh, tipping the OnlyFans account uh, count as a tax deduction, a tax write off. Um, I, I was Facebook stalking him a little bit because he brings out these gems during the week and then he gets on the pod and sits there and doesn't doesn't enlighten us to what is going on in the philosophy of Jay. Which I feel should be its own segment. Um, you must have pulled a Kevin Durant with the burner accounts this week because I saw nothing from you. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I was highly disappointed. I'm like, this mother bleeper really pulled a Durant and got a burner account. Well, you should never have faith in me. <laughs> You get the uh, you get the Facebook block this week. I, 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 gotta, I gotta figure out something. I gotta find a way to get to the burner account. I, I know you know the secret menu on the IG, but you know, like I gotta come through and, and figure that out. But uh, with all that being said, how we doing? Everybody good? Ready to go this week? Ready to go. I'm good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, those of you that tuned in last night uh, to. Dunmark's after after dark episode. We appreciate y'all tuning in um, for that for the Impact Rebellion pay per view breakdown that'll go on tomorrow night. Um, stay tuned in the upcoming weeks. Uh, you may see something a little bit different when you tune in Saturday's live. So um, keep little little teaser there for you. And floating that out there. Um, so professional. Hey, <laughs> gotta, gotta work it out there. Gotta work it out there. You know. 
Um, I woke up this morning, did my honey-do list. I know you and Story are single, so you don't have to worry about any of that shit. Um, did some weed wagon, sprayed some dandelions, you know, just boring-ass married life. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that's where I was at this morning. Uh, my, week was, my week was good. Got my first COVID shot and, and one down, one more to go. Um, everybody else good this week? Yep. Mm-hmm. I got my yeah. second done yesterday, so I'm awesome. good to go. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, but Donna, before we kick off and get into gaming news and the rest of the intro, um, you know, uh, we thoughts and prayers. Shout out, rest in peace to Shock G, Digital Underground, passed away this week at 57. Black Rob also, and then DMX a couple weeks ago. So we got. It's like 2021 is just picking up where 2020 left off. Um, mm-hmm. I know they say death comes in threes, but uh, you know, when it when it's three people um, of that and all three of those DMX more for me, but you know, Sharky with obviously Digital Underground, the Humpty Dance, and all that stuff, um, and then Black Rob. Whoa, like all three, I immediately have a memory, and we talked about that before mm-hmm. on the podcast. How music, certain songs just automatically take <laughs> you back to a time and place. Um, that were probably a lot happier, uh, depending on what you were doing, what, what type of memory that elicits, um, unless it involves like you, you know, your your seventh grade breakup where you were heartbroken. Um, but yeah, so rest in peace to him. And that wanted to get out that out the way, the sad stuff out the way, so we can get into the shits and giggles like we always do. Um, so with that, Donald, you want to kick off gaming news this week? What we yes. got going on? Just like last week, there was a ton of gaming news this week. Um, Sony and PlayStation finally uh, decided to keep the PS3 and the Vita stores open. So everybody who bought all that stuff, they bought it for basically no reason. <laughs> they heard, yeah, they heard the complaints of that stuff from the people, and they said that, <laughs> and they said they made a big mistake about it because they didn't know that people still actually played the PS3 and the Vita. But the PSP store is going to shut down still, and that will shut down sometime in July. They have an exact date, but I really didn't focus on that. Um, also, Sony is coming out with the PlayStation Plus Video Pass, and this is not what gamers wanted when they heard the word pass. They wanted more like the Xbox Game Pass, mm-hmm. but you could watch Sony Media TV and movies on your PlayStation Plus subscription. So the thing they shut down a couple months ago for not having for having TV and that stuff just to focus on gaming, they bought back. So, and who knows, who knows? yeah, it makes sense. What is it? A uh, or is it? Is it, it going to be? It's going to be. You can buy movies. It's going to be a streaming service. So it's going to oh. be something like Netflix. And like before that. you had you had to pay outright for the movies. I'm yeah, that's that shit. So yeah, it, it's going to be like a Netflix. But it's going to be included with your PlayStation Plus subscription, so it's something extra on top of it. Not what everybody wanted to see. <laughs> everybody wanted. Spider-Man. Everybody wanted games and all that stuff. Uh, they was focusing on Venom like most because uh-huh. Venom's on no streaming uh, service at all mm-hmm. right now. So that's what they were focusing on. Don't want to uh, really interrupt what you were saying, but kind of tie on it. Sony and Disney announced this week that they're partnering for Spider-Man to go on Disney Plus. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, PlayStation Now, that's uh, like their little Sega Channel thing for all the people who know what Sega Channel was, where you play all the old games. That's what they're focused on, backwards compatibility. Uh, their games will now be streaming in 1080p. 
So I didn't even know that they were streaming in 720 the whole time. So they finally kicked it up to 1080p and people still mad about that. <laughs> um, Last of Us 2 DLC got canceled by Sony. Naughty Dog, uh, Sony told Naughty Dog to quit developing on it. So we're going to miss out on The Last of Us 2 DLC, which could have jumped more into the story of some of the characters on what happened in the uh, game. Um, the Resident Evil Village demo continues tonight with the castle part, the castle demo. And that's again from eight tonight till four in the morning. So you only have those eight hours to play it before it vanishes. And the whole demo comes out next Saturday for everybody to play. And the final gaming news I have is uh, the PS5 battery issue. So last week I said that the PS3 and the PS4 had a battery issue. Somebody tested out the PS5. So they popped their PS5 battery out and see if it could play physical games. The PS5 can't play the physical games, but they can't play the digital games. So it's almost like how the PS3 is. And the PS4 still, if the battery dies, there's no physical games you can play or no digital games. So the PS5 is on core. Yeah, so the PS5, if you have the physical disc, you can still play it if your battery dies whenever that do like 20 years or whatever. That's all for gaming. Uh, I saw um, on purebox.com, they had an article this week that uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge will be coming to our consoles sometime this year. Okay. Nice. So I know whenever the whenever it was first announced, um, you know they they weren't expecting it to hit in 2021. Um, you lo- you were looking more 2022, 2023, but from everything that they've heard, it, it's expected to hit sometime this year. I would assume that it would be later on, closer to your Christmas rush um, for that. So that's one game I'm super excited for. Um, and then I I downloaded off the Xbox Game Pass. Um, the show 21 i played home run derby for about two hours on thursday night uh absolutely <laughs> loved it um having gotten got got all my stuff set up as far as gameplay and that so when you're running through the tutorials it'll let you pick different options for your your hitting base running fielding pitching all that um set up the controllers how you like it depending on how you you're comfortable playing with it which i thought was a nice option to to give you to run through um so it's not just one standard format you can pick and choose depending on how you like the controls, how you're comfortable, um, what buttons you you like to use, so on and so forth. So that was a nice touch with them. So probably sometime this weekend I'm gonna hop on and get into actual some gameplay and and work through and, and see see what it's like. But uh, super sold so far. What I what I saw um, just flipping through, going through it, looking at all the different stuff they had on there. Um, like I said, the home run derby was cool. Played that for about two hours. They got legends on there. Um, I played with Griffey. You know, um, they had uh, the old school fields. So I did Forbes Field um, from Pittsburgh. Obviously, spent about forty-five minutes trying to hit one out in dead center in Forbes Field, which didn't work out too well for me. <laughs> that fucking that dead center has to be like five hundred and ten feet away. Like it, it, I've never seen a ballpark shaped like that in my life. Man. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, no, I was I was impressed. So if you're if you're on Xbox Game Pass, I highly suggest downloading that um, and getting into that. I was super pumped for it to come to Xbox Pass. So excited for that. And then uh, I don't know. Rumors wise, I heard potentially Xbox and Nintendo Switch are in the works. So 
to come out and make an announcement about something here. Um, one of the uh, one of the CEOs from Xbox um, had a Nintendo Switch in the background of his desk on a Zoom call, and previously he had the the new Xbox shown in the background before it was announced and made available and all that. So little like hints and foreshadowing he's placing um, that people didn't catch until after the fact. So I don't know if some, I don't know if something's brewing or, or what, but um, that may be something to keep your eyes and ears out um, for potential partnership between them them two. That'd be interesting. Yeah. It was rumored like uh, last week when I said uh, that they were talking about bringing the Game Pass onto the Switch. So that may be that may be it there, yeah. But um, so yeah, um, that's that's what I had there um, as far as gaming wise. Um, there was a lot TV TV movie show wise. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier wrapped up last night with episode six. We will not be breaking it down this week. However, next week. Um, we're giving Ian's marks one week to get caught up and watch it. We will be coming on here, so spoilers next week. Um, when you listen to the show, if you're not listening live, you can fast forward through the part where we talk about Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier and break it down. So that's coming next week. I did watch all six episodes, um, and I and I loved it just like I did WandaVision, but we'll get into the, the details next week. Um, I saw movieweb.com. Uh, put out an article. Russell Crowe confirmed that he's playing Zeus in Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> so, um, don't know how you feel about that. We'll see. Okay. Also, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, The Punisher are all rumored to return to the MCU, but with a twist. Hmm. So that was also on MovieWeb.com. Um, I I want to see the Punisher. I love the Punisher on Netflix, and and John Bernthal is supposed to be back playing the Punisher again, which is which is good. Um, didn't really watch Jessica Jones that much. I heard Daredevil was really good. Didn't get a chance to go on and watch it. Um, I one season it was good. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm excited. One that was up. <clears throat> I'm excited for them. So interested <clears throat> to see what they'll what they'll do when they bring them back on. Um, you can go go check out the article if you want. Um, WandaVision, unfortunately, we only get one season of WandaVision. Figured. They submitted it to the Emmys um, as a limited series, which basically kills off any season two hopes. Okay. So that that's done. I mean, we'll have to wait and see what happens in uh, Doctor Strange, too, to kind of know like how it all plays out. Yeah, but we won't get yeah. So it will continue in Doctor Strange too. Um, mm-hmm. But but for for being a standalone show, just the one season, that's it. I think that's the way all these are going to be. They're all going to be just limited, not return. Uh, elsewise, uh, Game of Thrones. Amelia Clark is joining Marvel's Secret Invasion, um, which I'm I'm excited for. Oh, thumbs up! Thumbs up. Really? What? Thumbs up? Really? That's your girl, Daenerys Targaryen. Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say when we discussed Aquaman, you were all for it. But <laughs> yeah, that's where she belongs. <laughs> DC people. <laughs> and then uh, 
Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings trailer got released. I'm super pumped for that. I like that. Look good. It looked it looked good. Um, it, it that movie will allow Marvel to do something different, uh, story wise, cinematic wise, shot wise. Um, it'll allow them to go outside the box like they did with Wandavision. Mm-hmm. I think it has a chance to have like more of the the kung fu feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, with with that, the trailer looks awesome. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. I was I was sold once I watched the trailer, so yeah. I, I can't wait for that to to come out. The trailer kind of reminded me of the Doctor Strange universe a little bit too. Mm-hmm. I've seen spoilers with the toys. <laughs> yeah, you know the toys. I walked oh. past the back room in our stock room and looked up and like, oh, okay, well that's happening. <laughs> Already, yeah. it's a, not even May, and what, when's the movie come out? September. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, but marketing. Yeah, but you know, marketing come out way, way before this, then. The movie was probably already scheduled to be be out probably at this point, so it's probably why the toys are still coming out early. Yeah, their action figures come out next week. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, so you can spoil us next week when week. we talk about <laughs> Falcon. <laughs> ScreenRant.com put out this week um, a list of all 14 Marvel TV shows that will be released after Falcon and Winter Soldier. Overload. Um, some, some of these, some of these I'm in for. Some of these I'm not. You got, you got Modok. Um, yeah. Obviously, Loki. What if Hawkeye? Miss mm. Marvel. She Hulk. She-Hulk, I'm looking forward to. Moon Knight, I'm looking forward to. That'll be something different. That'll that'll tackle like uh-huh. mental mental disease and mental mental illness um, based okay. off of Moon Knight and the character. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I am Groot. Uh, Secret Invasion, which we touched on. Ironheart. Armor Wars. You can go through, check out the rest of the list. I'm not going to read all 14 off for you because that'll just be overkill. Like Jason. I think you just did 13. And I think I read, I, read off about, I, read, I read off about six or seven. Um, so like yeah, you said so, like the holiday special for Guardians of the Galaxy. That's like holiday 2022 so it's not all coming out in 2021 but yeah. they, they put out the list of all the shows that they're, that they're working on so this is definitely a slow burn to get through these shows man but yeah marvel's definitely building this universe <laughs> yeah. hey I'm, I'm sold for it look I, like i said the, these first two series that they put out i have thoroughly enjoyed and i'm hooked on all, i don't even need to go to the movies to see a marvel movie like that's how good these shows have been for me so um, we'll we'll see how the rest of them play out. Obviously, they're not going to hit a home run on all these, and some of these no. are are your fringe, your fringe characters. That mm-hmm. if you're not a super comic book, Mark, you're not going to know. Mm-hmm. know. But the way that Marvel's been doing them, you can tune in and watch, and they'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it, it's nice to see that some of the characters that that normally don't get the shine will be in. Oh yeah. Um, you know, to the public and, and draw some eyes on, on some people that may not have, have gotten their just due based off of, you know, comics alone. So, I believe that's all I had as far as rundown for movies and TV and all that. I got a couple. Um, 
so you know Jeopardy continues on with their guest host Anderson Cooper is currently the, the host. Um, it was officially announced this week that LeVar Burton's gonna have a run. I think a two week run sometime this fall. Yeah, so, fan, fans got him in. They weren't even going to yeah. consider him, but the the outcry <laughs> to have him um, come on and do it, which is great. Hey, he was. Yeah, there was an online petition. So, look, reading Rainbow is a staple of all our childhoods. Okay, mm-hmm. there was nothing better than going in the library class, sitting down in front of the TV, <laughs> and watching an episode of Reading Rainbow. So, <laughs> I'm all for Levar Burton getting a shot. I do not like the fact that Joe Buck is getting a shot. <laughs> I don't need more Joe Buck in my life. I need less Joe Buck in my life. I'm over Joe Buck. The only time I liked Joe Buck was in Brockmire. And he was uh, he was uh, just a dick. And it like was like, okay, I can fully see you being that person in real life. But that's how I envision Joe Buck to be. So, But, yeah, I, I'm not excited to see Joe Buck get a, get a shot of it. I liked Aaron Rodgers. I thought Rodgers was good. He's I didn't watch any Aaron Rodgers. He's been one of my favorites so far out yeah. of the celebrities that they that they've ran through, or individuals that they've had post. But it's, it's some of the TV sites that I follow. It's kind of funny because like every time that there's a guest host at their end, they always talk about like how do you think of their run, and it seems like everybody like has liked everybody that's been on so far. Um, so doesn't look like they've had any bad hosts. So see how this goes and who they end up eventually picking to, to be the full-time host. Um, other than, I didn't have any other TV news. I do have a comic uh, piece of news. Um, so, for Superman comics, uh, Action Comics has always been the number one issue. And then after that, they have the Superman series. Uh, DC announced this week that they're going to stop the Superman series. Um, and it's going to be, they're going to rename it Superman Son of Kal-El. So it'll be his son, Jonathan Kent, being Superman, and he'll be the main star of that series. I'm not a fan. I don't like when they mess with, like, the main series of comics. Um, I kind of feel like that should just be a spinoff series, but I don't... They didn't say if it's going to be only temporary, if it's going to be permanent or not, but, yeah, I'm not... I haven't read Superman in a bit, but, yeah, I'm, I'm... I'm not a big fan of that, but I'll definitely pick up the last issue of Superman because you never know if that'll be worth anything. Uh, since you brought up comics, I'll throw this in now instead of saving it for Bell to Bell. But uh, the WWE announced that they're partnering with Country Roll for a mystery anime project. Mm-hmm. So I saw that this week. Yeah. Um, don't know how you feel one way or the other about it. Um, and Depends then, on the content because, I mean, they have like that... Um, What's the show that Mean Gene was hosting on the network? Uh, Campfire, not Campfire. Um, animated Stories, that one. Yeah, <clears throat> Story Time. Story Time. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if they do something like that, that'd be cool. You know, because I didn't mind that type of show. I wasn't a big fan of Camp WWE, but I enjoyed it. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring announced that season three will premiere on May sixth on Vice um, with a two-hour Brian Pillman episode. Some of the the other uh, documentaries they're going to do this year in season three is Nick Gage, Collision in Korea, The Ultimate Warrior, Grizzly Smith, and Dynamite Kid. Collision in Korea will be interesting because they haven't done anything. They've never done a documentary on that before. So, yep. Um, And then 
A&E and WWE launched uh, their first documentary last Sunday with the Stone Cold episode. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Um, loved what they did. This week is Roddy Piper, so I'm excited for that tomorrow night. And then also the WWE Treasure Hunt show that they did afterwards, um, you know, kind of like the American Pickers where they go around and, and collect memorabilia um, that that's out there that random people have. Uh, that was also done really well. Um, it was it was Mick Foley. Um, if you haven't watched it, they set it up to where they brought Mick in and Stefan Triple H asked Mick, you know, what would you what would you want to see in your in your case in your like museum case of your career if it was going to be in a museum? What would you want to see? And he rattled off um, an original Mister Sacco, the original Mankind shirt which was made out of leather and then the uh, vest from Cactus Jack, the red and black plaid vest from Cactus Jack. So the episode went around with him going around and they're negotiating and bargaining with people and everything else. But it's, it's really cool. It's really interesting. Um, You know, they're, they're taking the superstars with them to, to go around and collect this stuff to verify that it's authenticity right there on the spot, which is also a cool deal. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting to see what they what they do moving forward. I know um, I think this week might be Undertaker and Kane, or they're on each have their own episode. But um, yeah, that that's something to, to look forward to as well. Yeah. Once I saw Pawn Stars, I checked out. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't take those. Guys. Yeah, it had no no Pawn Stars feel. It's more American Pickers. They're traveling around the country finding these people that have these you know, huge wrestling collections, um, the memorabilia wise and that, and to see some of the stuff these people have and, and how they got it. The one dude that he went to get the Cactus Jack vest off of all the stuff that he bought for his Cactus Jack collection, he bought all through charity auctions. So mm-hmm. it all like the money all went to places to help out certain causes and that. Mm-hmm. So it's just, so a lot of cool stories, a lot of a lot of background. So if you're if you're into that stuff, if you're a collector um, of any type or whatever, and you like those types of shows, uh, I would suggest tuning in to A and E on Sunday at ten o'clock for that. I don't have a lot of stuff, but I felt a whole lot better about myself after watching that show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, at least I haven't spent that much money. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, that's all I got for the intro. Anybody got anything else before we? Dive into the to the world of professional wrestling and bell to bell. They gave Cobra Kai uh, a late two thousand or a twenty twenty one release season okay. four. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so late, yeah, late. So yeah, we'll be not yeah. Uh, no, just a little bit sooner, just a touch. Right, like December thirtieth. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Let it let it be the week of Christmas. Hopefully, I can get off that week from work let and I'll, I'll I'll binge it. Um, said, there's a birthday gift for you, Steve. And have we all watched Mortal Kombat yet? No, I, I will be watching it later today with my son. He wanted to watch it, um, so that that'll that'll be on the agenda for later on today. So, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. Can discuss that next week, too. Yeah. yeah, very mix. very gory. In the I saw mix. Okay. mix. So there, there was, there was. I know they came out. I saw uh, something. There was one specific fatality that they couldn't put into the movie because of 
how gory and you know, like it wouldn't get it wouldn't have gotten cleared. But they didn't reference what fatality it was. Mm-hmm. So um interested to see if, if more of that comes out. I know Friday Thursday or Friday Thursday, they they released like the first seven or eight minutes of the movie online. You could go on and watch the first seven or eight minutes eight minutes kind of like a tease um for that so that's that's something else that's, that's brand new to to movies if you're going to drop you know eight to ten minute teases um before you're putting these movies on on hbo max and that mm-hmm. um you know that's that's something different as well so and is this is this more of a is this going into more or is this just a one-off i don't we'll you see have to watch the movie I heard more okay <laughs> we'll see That's all I got. All right. Anything else? Let's hop in. Let's hop into the world of professional wrestling. All right, folks. Welcome to this week's edition of Bell to Bell. Um, Before we get into this week in wrestling, um, this week the WWE had their quarter one conference call. Just kind of wanted to highlight some of the things that I found interesting on that. First off, WWE is expecting live events to resume in the second half of 2021, which is kind of where AEW was saying the same thing this week. They're they're thinking about starting back up in July, so maybe so SummerSlam we'll see some some they action. They already they are, I had I had saved off, but they already made the announcement that SummerSlam will have fans. Yeah. So they did not say the location yet. I'm I'm hearing somewhere in Texas or Arizona. That's what I heard too. Um, but there will be fans in attendance for SummerSlam. Looks like they're looking for like an outdoor, possibly open air, just like they did for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we'll see, maybe the night after SummerSlam, maybe we'll see fans back in for Raw and SmackDowns. And I was going to, since you brought up fans and that, I was going to save this for, for after we get through everything. Um, but MLW, Court Bauer announced on MLW mm-hmm. show this week that July 10th, they will be coming to the old EC. W Arena, the twenty three hundred Arena. There will be fans in attendance, so MLW is back with fans starting July tenth. It looked like tickets sold out pretty quickly. If they haven't <laughs> been completely sold out yet, I know that they said there was limited available the last. That's the that's the perfect spot to bring wrestling back. Um, Absolutely, that, that type of promotion. You, you're not going to get a more. Uh, you're not going to get a better crowd to watch pro wrestling for the first time in over a year plus. Um, they'll be hot. Uh, that crowd will be live, and it, it'll make for a, an interesting uh, presentation whenever they, they air those episodes. And with their announcement this week, that they'll be on Vice TV as well. Huh. So that'll be... Yep. So, they're gonna, so they're MLW, gonna... MLW is making moves here. They're... they're... Yeah. Court you, you know Court's is... not done. No, he's not done, and he said that he he has more announcements to go. Um, he uh, he he inked some international deals, uh, streaming wise, and that to to get more outs on their product. We talked about that before. So, uh, listen, he's a hell of a booker. He he alone writes the shows um, by himself, um, and and he works well. He he runs his his show as it's its its own territory. So wrestlers come and go. Um, he knows that they're not going to stick around for, <laughs> excuse me, forever. He has his core of like three or four that he 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 signed the long term deals, and they're they're going to build off of those three or four mm-hmm. and, and work in with the wrestlers that come in as they go. But 
you know, kudos to MLW for for that for for getting on Vice, um, which will draw more eyes to it, and then also you know coming back and having fans, um, you know, at a, at an actual show for the first time in a year plus. Yeah. Um, okay. Whether you loved him or hate him, um, WWE was pretty invested in Bad Bunny. He they said that that he increased their Hispanic audience by thirty one percent, which that's big numbers. Um, so his anytime- tour his tour sold out yeah. immediately, and tickets for some of those venues in that front row and that were going for like over two grand. It's crazy. So, like you said, love him or hate him, um, he definitely has an audience. How, whenever you have, you know, what was the number they showed for his streams? Um, it was like, I want to say over a billion streams or, or close to a billion streams. That's crazy. 800, 800 some wow. million streams. When you have that, you have an audience. So, yeah. Um, yeah, smart, smart business wise. For, for them, and yeah. he pulled off a hell of a match. So he did. Like, it was a, it was a win, win-win for everybody. Something tells me they're not done with him. That, that he'll be back. He'll probably be in the Hall of Fame one day. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, already, you know, the WWE and the Peacock Network. You know, it's still very new, um, but they're already looking uh, to monetize the partnership more. So right. we'll be seeing we'll be seeing more uh, between the two. You know where um, that's going, right? Which is going to piss think? a lot of people off. Paid more for less. You're going to have to pay for pay per views, just like UFC on ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. You will not Possibly. get. You, you won't get pay per views free, like you have with your subscription for the WD, yeah. WWE Network for the last seven years, and right now on Peacock. I guarantee you that's where it's going. They may not make all the pay per views paid for, but I guarantee you the big, the big four, four. Yeah, the big four will. You'll definitely have to pay for those, which. Like I said, that's going to piss a lot of people off. People are already not happy with it moving to to Peacock and yeah. how it's set up, what's not there, the the features as far as pausing, rewinding, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, like so. This is where WWE's uh, corporate greed comes into play, and it's not always best for business. And they need to if if they're going to start doing charging that, they need to start giving you more value of the shows than. You know what they have. You always get your, you always got your nine ninety nine worth, but did you get like your old fifty dollars worth that you used to pay? And, <laughs> and the uh, way the 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 amount that UFC is charging for pay per views, which if you have ESPN Plus, um, I believe the last pay per view we, the last pay per view I bought was the McGregor one. If you had ESPN Plus, it was sixty nine ninety nine, but if mm-hmm. you didn't, it was eighty nine ninety nine. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. So. They get they money do, no matter they, what. They, <laughs> they, they always do a deal. If you're not a subscriber, you know you can scri- subscribe for a year and get the pay per view for like a hundred bucks or something. But you know, if you're already a subscriber, it's still a ridiculous amount to spend every month. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Peacock, um, during the call, they said that WWE said that Peacock has asked them not to release the WrestleMania buy buy rate, like the the ratings for it. Um, Comcast is actually going to have their Q1 call this week, but I don't know if they'll discuss that since WrestleMania technically fell in quarter two, but we'll see um, if that ever does get announced. But WWE said that Peacock was very happy with what they were bringing in, and it was the most watched Peacock live event to date, which isn't really a surprise because most of the stuff right now has just been like um, international soccer on Peacock Live. But the Olympics will be on this summer, so that could even top WrestleMania. 
Um, and then I th the last thing I had was a few weeks back, WWE held the Superstar Spectacular, which was showcasing a lot of young uh, Indian talent. That did five times the normal rating than what WWE normally does in India. Hey, so shout out, shout out to rating. all our, shout out to all our marks over in India. Yep. I know we we have a we have a good following in India. You guys support the show. We love you for that. Keep it going. Um, once WWE does move into um, the India market uh, with NXT India, as they were rumored to do, uh, you guys will get your number one source of content from here at us with the dumb marks. We'll be breaking down everything for you guys don't worry we got you covered don't worry about going anywhere else tune in here for for your dumb marks breakdown we got you we love you over there in india and that was it that was everything that i had that was the highlights for me from the conference call all right well now that i'm done being a pandering panda um <laughs> let's get into the week here would you guys would you guys like raw smackdown we'll, we'll keep main roster it's itself separate and then we can we can talk about the other stuff uh tuesday night wednesday night so on and so forth um we won't go into impact at all this week we did that episode last night uh on the dumb marks after dark so go over to our youtube channel and tune in for that but um main roster rise would you guys what do you guys want to get i fell asleep on everything <laughs> all the whole week i turn i i, I tune in the raw from eight to nine thirty, and then I went to bed. And in that hour and a half time frame, they had two and a half matches. <laughs> Did you so enjoy Riddle Orton? Huh? Did you enjoy Riddle Orton? Mm. Yeah, that was come on. I that was a good match. That was a hard hitting match. No, it, like I said, Riddle Riddle can sell sell his ass off. I, you know. I just don't like how it was just all like I don't know. I guess like I said it was just thrown together to have a match on Raw. Like if you look at that first hour and a half block, you take away that Riddle Orton match, there was nothing happening in that hour and a half. You had a you had the the redo of the Viking Raiders versus Shelton and Cedric, and the Viking Raiders won again. So that again, there goes the continual burial of, of Shelton and Cedric. Yeah, um, and then you had the women's time out. I was the only guy on here screaming for the hurt business for months. What are you now talking you guys about? On board. What are you talking about? We all we all agreed that nah. the hurt business was the best nah. thing going on Raw. Nah, I yeah, was here. That was there. That was there a month ahead. <laughs> a month ahead of you guys. Screaming for you're the heart no, You're wearing a tang shirt right now. You're you guys are on board. Because I wasn't watching Raw for that month. Now, now <laughs> we're over it, and you guys, you guys missed the, missed the bus. Come on. You're late. No, what, what not I taking them out their pride. There's no point. You, they were you, hitting their stride perfectly. Yeah. Who are you going to put them over? Who are you going to put the Viking Raiders over for? On. Uh, Elias and Riker. Elias just got I put over by Kofi. Anybody, anybody, anybody else besides Shelton and Cedric? <laughs> you, will, you, you, it, you won't see Shelton, Shelton and Cedric again. They'll just, they'll be <laughs> done. Yeah, they'll be on main event before you know. We're running back next week. <laughs> yeah, I guess if they, if they run it back next week, I, I'm done watching Raw. <laughs> Three weeks in a row, the same match. I'm done. Yeah. 
So that hour and a half, that hour and a half block, you take away Orton and Riddle, like I said, you had the Viking Raiders go over again, and then you had the bullshit going on with the women's tag team with Nia and Shayna. Oh, and that, that, that. And other than that, it was all it was recap and, and bullshit. Like it's ridiculous that they have the talent there and they're putting out nothing for an hour and a half. No wonder why the ratings dip below two million. And I'm surprised they were as high as they were. The third hour, the third hour ended. The third hour ratings by hour breakdown. The third hour did a one seven, which is trash. You're at AEW at a one one and a one two the last two weeks. So they're right on the third hour of Raw as far as viewership goes, and they're a company that's not two years old yet. It's just garbage. Like I have no, it's bad. No investment. We say it every week. It's terrible, and it just keeps getting worse. And then I I watch it because you enjoy it. I don't know what you guys are watching. So, (laughs) so I watched the. I I I read the recap like I always do. Then watch it. Then we go. (laughs) Then we go. Don't take your opinions from these guys, people. They don't watch the show. I watched it. I didn't watch it live. Why would you? Why would you have? Why would you have Mason T. Bar get unmasked this week when the perfect opportunity to do it was last week? I don't think the mask was supposed to come off this week. So when it was supposed to come off, because they came, both of them came off. So like, I can understand maybe, maybe T. Bars wasn't supposed to, but it, it came off and Drew just improvised, you know, in the ring. But Mason's. You know, they both got unmatched. So well, they came off. <laughs> which one is which? Mason's black. Oh, oh you watch the show every week. <laughs> 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 I do. Mason was coming off the whole match. He was having problems with his his the whole match. So, and then you have you have him facing Braun and Drew, who the previous week before were were. Fighting each other for the number one contendership, and now they're best friends and they're tag team. And oh, and guess what? We're running it back again this week Lord. on Raw. Yep. Without the masses, how? I'm a firm believer. Without I'm a firm believer that these are uh, pro- uh, COVID protocols, precautions. <laughs> that they keep on the same matches back. The other two members of, of Retribution, is. Slapjack and, and Reckoning, me and him, they are no, rumored SmackDown. to be. Yeah, they're rumored to be on SmackDown. And Mustafa Ali is nowhere to be found. <laughs> so how do you have the leader of the fucking group? Who, was the, main guy it, was, who was the main guy that was supposed to be getting the push? Is they had another COVID out- outbreak. You don't know who has it. <laughs> you haven't even seen before, AJ almost. Even before that, you had the group break up and, and Ali wasn't around. He was in the uh, big royal. The big... Uh... The COVID battle royal. Yeah, the Andre the Giant Battle Royale? Yeah, you just saw him like two weeks ago. <laughs> um, where they got it, and then that was that was that was taped earlier. That that show wasn't live. That was a taped show. <laughs> That'll be interesting if if Mia Yim's going to go to SmackDown. Does that mean Keith Lee's going to follow her? Since they don't like to split couples up, we have no idea what's going on with Keith mm-hmm. Lee health wise. Um, there's obviously something there. Um, goes back to to around February's time. Um, around that time, Mia did have COVID, so didn't hear if Keith Lee tested positive for COVID at the same time she did. Um, 
But yeah, he's been off TV since February. Haven't heard anything about him. The mm -hmm. only time we saw him was on he did the watch along during WrestleMania. Yeah. On 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 um so you could you could catch him doing that. That was like on the Twitter stream. You could catch him doing that. Was but, he uh, was he uh via, via No, Saturday? he was he was via wherever he was at. Via Zoom or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So um yeah, I have no idea. And the other thing that that I didn't like Charlotte. I didn't like her promo on Monday night. Yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't like it either. It was it was okay. It wasn't the best. It came was off it, as, was it, it anything different as, than the week before? No, but this week it came off more like um like whining and whining entitlement is mm -hmm. how it came off this week. Yeah. Okay. I agree with you on that. And it just it it didn't work at all for me. Um yeah, so uh, yeah, other than that, like Raw is a dumpster fire. If you could have, you could have did something by bringing up some people from NXT. Um, you know, I, it's just you got an outbreak going on. You ain't gonna bring up. And this is what their third or fourth COVID outbreak. Who knows that we know of? That we know of. Yeah. So it's like, what are your protocols? Because, but I'm sure every company's having them. They're just not putting it out there. No. Yeah. I mean, granted, we we've seen we've seen teams in other sports and that come down with it. Vancouver and NHL just went through a horrible time with COVID. Their whole team they missed like basically a month of the season. Um, so yeah, you, you have seen pockets and outbreaks. We saw the Titans during the NFL season. They they had a, a like a two or three week stretch there. Um, Bay, Baylor, Baylor, Michigan, and college mm -hmm. basketball. Yeah, they so that, yes, we, weeks. we have seen it. So yeah, it is it is happening. But the fact that it's been, you know, on three, four, or five, who knows how many different times, occasions. Mm -hmm. It's like, what is your what are your protocols? What are your testing? Like, mm -hmm. we've heard of one time in AEW, and it was you know a handful of people, and that was it. There's, there's been more. So yeah, I don't know what, whatever. SmackDown last night. I don't have nothing else to say about Raw. It was just... If you have any other bright spots that you can convince me to tune in on Monday night, please bring them up now. Me? Yeah, you're the guy that watches the show, but yet you don't know which guy's white or which guy's black. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is a lapse in my brain. <laughs> I know. We're all over 30. That's just the excuse. You didn't enjoy Oscar Charlotte? The match? The match? The match. I'm never or the, or not, I'm never not gonna like a an Oscar Charlotte match, but again, the promo just it turned me off. Yeah. It was at least four solid matches on Raw. In a three hour show. That's that's their problem. They have three hours. You can't say Viking Raiders and Benjamin wasn't wasn't a good match. That was a good match. It was back and forth. You talking like they just went out there and jobbed out Shelton uh, and uh, Cedric? They lost again. I was at least expecting the 50-50 booking where they lost. I thought it was fifty fifty booking. <laughs> How did that does that does the Viking Raiders two weeks in a row? Does that really elevate the Viking Raiders up at all? 
honestly. It does. It pushes them towards the titles. Was AJ and Amos on the show this week? No, they probably got COVID. I don't know. So two weeks no. in a row, your tag team champs aren't on the show. I was about to say, who nope, had the titles? Nope. <laughs> two weeks in a row, your tag team champions aren't on the show. That's good. After they just went in at WrestleMania. That's awesome. <laughs> so do you just... So you know AJ and Almost. I mean, the Bucks are on AEW this week. They were in a, they were in a segment. Yeah. Oh, well, a pre-taped. They were still That's on still show. segment. <laughs> still on the show. Uh, <laughs> the fans ain't get what they want. Listen. I have I have honestly honestly I watch I watched Wrestle I watched WrestleMania, right? And then I was like, okay. It's a hard reset. It always is after after Mania. Let's see what they'll do. And then you get the bullshit that they pulled with the Raw after Mania. We're running back everything that we did at Mania at WrestleMania Backlash. So the COVID the, precautions. The, I'm telling you, this is this is. I, I swear, yeah. this has to be COVID precautions. That, that's yeah, how it always. But that's how it always was in the same too. group, huh? I said that's how it always was in the past too. Like after Mania, like Backlash or whatever the paper was next, they ran it back, then they ran it back again. Because how many times did Cena fought uh fight Rusev that year? I swear it was like four times in a row. I think you're gonna see more of that hard reset if they start doing fans again. Like at SummerSlam. I think that SummerSlam will kind of be your WrestleMania where after that, you'll get probably get the draft not long after and everything. But Smack, SmackDown, has, SmackDown has done new stuff. But you're getting the same people. Where the same pockets of people. How, how you know, you're getting Bianca and Bailey, and that's and and that wasn't Mania. No, he's just saying the people in general, like just because of the COVID, that you're seeing the same people on the shows. Running different versions of the same matches and keeping yeah. the same people in the same yeah. I don't know, but they're doing they're doing different stuff though. I mean, you got you you got to spice up something somewhere. Well, that's so. Why can't Raw do it if SmackDown has? You you've taken Cesaro and Seth and you and you've added that to Roman and Jay. You got Orton and Riddle, didn't you? Stop it. One, one. <laughs> Bianca and Bailey, Bianca and Bailey, Orton Riddle. Don't give me Riddle for any example. <laughs> you, okay, so you, Bianca. I love and you love the guy, but hate the guy. You guys. <laughs> Bianca and Bailey and Orton and Riddle. Okay, but then you have you have Roman and Brian one on one. that's not. But that's not. They've been running in the same circle for a month. But they've but they've added in Seth and Cesaro to that storyline, and they've been running in the same circle for the same month. But Seth and Cesaro weren't weren't in the Roman Daniel Bryan and Edge leading up to Mania. It's a new wrinkle. It's a new Cesaro layer. was not it. so much Seth, but Seth wasn't. Cesaro so was teased in there too. You added one player into the into the mix. You two players into the mix. He just said Cesaro was, has been here in the yeah, mix. Cesaro was in the mix already. Seth wasn't. Cesaro was in the mix with, with Roman, Edge, yeah. and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah, they were teasing him in there. I don't remember that at all. But was Fastlane. Fastlane, it was Cesaro was in was in the match. 
right? I didn't watch Fastlane. There you go. (laughs) That was the one pay per view I knew there was no point in me watching. And you missed a big plot hole. You missed a big big twist. Because that was the whole thing that it was, wasn't it? Like between Daniel Bryan, you weren't sure if Daniel Bryan or Cesaro was going to be getting the push. No, that Fastlane wasn't Fastlane, was um... leading up to Fastlane. You weren't sure who was getting there. Was it going to be Cesaro or is it going to be Daniel Bryan? Before that, it was just going to be Edge and Roman. Yeah. But the whole thing of who was actually going to be being pushed, because they were teasing, they kept going back between Daniel Bryan and Cesaro. You weren't sure who was going get to that, get that bump. So he was he was already fighting Jay and, and doing stuff in there. They were having Seth as like the extension with Cesaro, but Cesaro was kind of in the mix with everything else, too. Thank you for. Uh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> that that goes to show well, that it's not, my head. not memorable because that, that <laughs> to me that has that. I don't remember Cesaro being a part of that at at all. Like it was always Cesaro and Seth going up to Mania. Because that was he, the match. What it, he had, Cesaro had nothing to do with getting. And weren't it the last two in the Elimination Chamber? Who Cesaro and uh and Daniel Bryan? No, it was Daniel uh, and uh, Uso. Yeah, it was Daniel mm-hmm. and Jay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't. To me, SmackDown's is a is a way better show, a way better product. You mean you like you, you mean tell me you like General General Nigerian Nail? <laughs> Listen, only Umaga is allowed to do that finish. True. I saw it last. Not like that guy in general. No. <laughs> no. Listen, I love I love the match with Apollo Cruz and Kevin Owens. Right, give me more of them two in a feud. I'll take that all day. Apollo Apollo and his ring work is 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 great. Yeah, um, the besides, character is just terrible. Yeah, it's not even the character; it's the accent. The character is fine. Like I said, the character is based off of his real life. It, it's it's his real life uh, backstory. So like, I'm fine with that. Bring that into the bring that into the fold. Just don't don't have a guy who's been on the main roster for three years all of a sudden start talking with a Nigerian accent <laughs> and have a captain with him. <laughs> I swear his title changes every week. He's a captain, a general, uh, a colonel. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind him have. I don't mind him having muscle because again, it's it, the gimmick. It yeah, the gimmick, right? Mm-hmm. I don't mind him having the muscle. Um, Not that guy though. Get you could have had almost. No, no, no. You can't have him because he's with AJ. You could have had almost. It's just funny that it, you know we were talking last week about um, people where you learn people were built from, how it ruined your life, and you brought up you know <laughs> your your brother with 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 Volkov. Mm-hmm. Um, Aziz is is like a hundred percent Polish, <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he's really? not. Like, and now he's a Nigerian wow. captain. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> with the with the backstory. Um, wow. Yeah. That's that's eye-opening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um I think the biggest thing last night from SmackDown, at least Twitter wise, the biggest thing was don't say it. Don't say it. Alistair Black. Oh. 
daddy issues. You can you get the same gimmick. Yeah. Nah, it's different. <laughs> it's different. I agree I'm, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see where they take it. Listen, they they've the the rumors were that they 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 are taking this this character and this storyline and and are legitimately basing off of events from his childhood. So, how they weave that in is is one thing. Um, I like the promo. I like the setup. Um, he's gonna check with Ricochet. I'm gonna see where I'm gonna see where it goes. We saw that all WrestleMania two years ago. Look, man. To me, Alistair Alistair should be in the main event picture. Oh God! Ooh. He can work. He's, you're you're he alone in that corner over there. He can, <laughs> he can work. He can work in the ring. He can talk on the mic. He's he got the size. He's what six four, six five. Like he's he's different. He can talk on the mic, but the people care. Well, that's what the whole point of these pros, these vignettes are. Cesaro or Alistair was getting over whenever Heyman had him on Raw. He was a Heyman guy, and was they that the gimmick. That's why he hasn't been on. That's why he hasn't been on TV since October. Is that the who? Who wants to answer the door or whatever? The knock. Was that? Yeah. The that was good for like a week or two. I'm okay with Alistair, but he just needs a. He needs to build on matches to do the main event thing. Like right now, I just don't believe in him as a main event player. No, so you didn't see him as a main. You didn't. So him having the NXT Heavyweight Championship made no sense to you. That makes I was, sense. I wasn't a fan of him. Of, 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 that made sense, but like as a universal run, I need to see more in the resume. But if you're, but if you're a main event guy in NXT, why can't you be a main event guy on the main roster? And draw so, so so Dallas was the main eventer. Mm-hmm. Bo Dallas, Bo Dallas had the potential to be a main eventer. Absolutely. Again, could talk on the mic. Like he, it's what they do with him when they call them up. You're shitting on Bo Dallas based off of his entire main roster run. I'm not shitting on Bo Dallas. Who who's shitting on Bo Dallas? I'm not shitting on Bo Dallas. Chris is. I'm, I'm not even shitting. I'm. Oh, I was a believer, but. I was a believer that he could top out at the Intercontinental title. No, I, no, I don't. I don't think Bo was even anywhere close to to being worthy of being a main event spot anytime in his career, NXT title or main event, main roster. So, what's the difference between Bo and Bray? Because Bray's had runs; he's been champion. So, I guess his character got over. So that again, so we're back to character work and what they've done with the character whenever it's come up to the main roster. But if you can't that's, get your character over, that's on you. Yeah. But Bo was also pretty much the same character in NXT too. You know, it's like I liked him, but I in NXT I didn't want him as NXT champion. I didn't think he was worthy of that. I'm just saying, there's there's certain guys that I think are getting a knock as not being able to get to the main event on the main roster and it has nothing to do with how they talk on the microphone or how they perform in the ring it's all about how they just ruin the character whenever it comes up and they have no idea how to book that character some of it have been called up too early 
Some of it you've been called up, you've pushed to the moon, and then you did absolutely nothing with them, i.e. Keith Lee. I.e. he's hurt. Before the before the health issues and that, he comes up. You were mad to get him a title shot right away. Just a random title shot. But you haven't beat Orton clean, and then he does nothing after that. No, no, no character the, development, no nothing. The, the man's going to be in the picture. Nothing to, to connect with, with him. The man's going to be in the picture. Believe that. Who, Keith Lee? Yeah. Oh, no, I agree. I, mm-hmm. I, I think Keith Lee should be in the main event picture. Absolutely. But they've done nothing on Raw to make me feel like he's a main eventer since he's been up there. Because they don't know how to book him. Other than being the main event? Huh? Other than being half the main events, he was, a good, he was in a good amount of main events. Where where he went eleven matches in a row without a legitimate finish. So what? It was a main event, but you had ten matches in a row where he was in the main event and they didn't have a clean finish in one of them. So that that means that they're they're, they're doing him a solid by just putting him in the main event. You had count out, DQ, everything under the sun. He didn't have a clean finish in like 10 straight matches. And if it had lost, you would have thought they were burying the guy. Not necessarily, but you don't you don't run the guy through 10 matches without booking him in a clean finish and expect him to get over. You're killing the character right off the bat. He was over. Until he got to the main roster, and now he's under. <laughs> he's missing from the show. Right now, I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about while he was on the show. While he was on the show, he was over. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He came off as being over, and the longer he was on the show, the more and more under he got. If we're playing high-low, Keith Lee started out as an ace of spades, and by the time he got off TV in February, he was a two of spades. (laughs) No other way to say it. It's like that with... It's 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 like that, with all the, with all the most recent NXT call-ups. <laughs> Once his music changed, he went down. That could have done big things. You mean to tell me Andrade couldn't have been in the main event with Selena as his mouthpiece? I thought that for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely, definitely, definitely. The looks, ring work, like everything. Absolutely. The only thing was his English wasn't great. So yeah. they automatically shit on him. But you had a mouthpiece in Zelina. With him, yeah. So with Brock. Brock can't talk, but he had Heyman with him. Yeah. He's... It's because you don't know what to do with him. I don't know if I would have put a title on Andrade yet, but I think he should have been at least elevated into there. <clears throat> and apparently Charlotte has heat backstage. So... <laughs> What don't well, she have heat? It seemed like every week she has heat. So does her father. So that, that's no, like, like like legitimate beef. Like she got written off supposedly because she had to get some some oral surgery done and that, and that's why she they went with the suspended gimmick and that. Um, that that's rumored to be, but I've also seen other reports where she has legitimate heat backstage, and. Um, you know, right now she's choosing to stand by her man. So take that for what it is, and we'll see how that plays out moving forward. But um, I mean, I, I don't, I don't expect Charlotte to be around much this year. 
just because of her going to be taping that new USA series. So that's going to, that's going to eat up a lot of her time. So I, I think I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if they put the title back on her briefly, but I just don't expect it to be a long-term thing. Did you like the way SmackDown ended? It was too much Daniel Bryan altogether. I didn't care for him being the mouthpiece of Cesaro in the beginning. Like it was too much. Yeah, but I, I like what they're doing because it's adding on to the story. And Roman said it again last night. I issue challenges on here. This is my show. You're not worthy. You're not on my level. So I'm not even going to talk to you. I'm going to challenge him. And this is, you know, once I beat you, you're done. I don't know. We want to see you on SmackDown again. And that goes to what the reports were about Brian, okay, that. whether or not he's, he's going to be done, going to be more of a part-timer, you know, thinking about retirement, all those things that have come out in the last several weeks with him. But I like the I like the story that they're telling with Cesaro. Roman is completely brushing him off as not seeing him on his level. So continue to roll with that. To me, that'll that'll get the groundswell even further behind Cesaro from no, Yeah, yeah, that's a good slow burn. I I like it. I yeah, I do. I, I did. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I haven't seen that take before, and I can't remember if they've done that take before. I know, like the Brian whole B player bit. Was was what they ran with whenever he, you know, had his rise and and won in the triple threat at Mania, but even with that, it's a little bit different because it was coming from Hunter and Steph. It wasn't the champion, yeah, mm-hmm. saying it. You know what I mean? So it was like, oh, it's the, it's the management, it's the company, it's the man saying you're a B player, you're not worthy, so we're not going to put you in that spot. And mm-hmm. then the fans demanded it, and he got in. We all know how the story played out. This is a different take on it where it's Roman saying, look, I'm the champ. You're not worthy. I challenge who I want to fight for my title because I'm the head of the table. You're not on my level, so I'm not even going to talk to you, which furthers what they did previous week where Cesaro comes out, grabs the microphone, and Roman, Heyman, and Jay turn around and walk right out the (laughs) ring. Don't even acknowledge them. I like what they're doing. I want to see it continue and see how it evolves. So now Backlash, you're going to have Roman and Brian. No. No, that's next week. Brian's on. Oh, it's next week. That's next week. Okay. That's next week. Um. So okay. So who knows where we're gonna go with backlash? Mm Um. I mean, I think the the log the logical thing for me is you put Cesaro in Money in the Bank. If he's not, if Roman's not gonna give him that opportunity, Cesaro's got to make his opportunity. Which I can see them doing it if they're gonna slow burn it. Money in the Bank is June, right? No. Is it is it June or yeah? Because WrestleMania, yeah, WrestleMania backlash backlash is, is May. May, so yeah, then June would be Money in the Bank. Yeah. So if you go Cesaro Money in the Bank, you see him challenging Roman at SummerSlam. Possibly. Slow burn it to then, yeah. Until you get your fans. I'd build it. I would. Know, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't tease it. I'd build if it. If you have if you have fans in the stands for SummerSlam and you have Cesaro beat Roman for the belt. Would you, would, would you want? I'm not sure if I put Cesaro. I don't know if I would have Cesaro win. I'm not would sure you if I'm there. Challenge cash in. I would. Challenge. I, would I would have Cesaro take the take the case and say, "Hey, you don't want to give me the opportunity. Here's my case." And you're I'm straight to call the match. Taking the opportunity. Yeah, no, I, want to, yeah. I want the match at SummerSlam. 
don't have like don't have yet. him do the don't have him do the no. surprise cash in. No, no. Uh-uh. that's not him. That's not him. Do it that way. I think I would absolutely have Cesaro win over Roman at SummerSlam. He doesn't have yeah. to have yeah. a long run with it, but uh-huh. you would get no. you would get a pop. you would get a Daniel Bryan yeah. Kofi Kingston pop. Uh-huh. And then that would have been a year that Roman held the title, right? Since then, uh, yeah, he, won it, he, he won it after after SummerSlam. The week so after. He came back at SummerSlam, right? Okay, so it'll be close enough. So it'll yeah. be close enough where, yeah, he could drop the title for sure. Yeah, I would definitely run with that. I like that. I don't know if they'd be able to carry the story that long, but That's that would problem. that yeah. would make all yeah. the sense. That would make all the sense in the world. Like, is then. You think you'll have to throw Whatever something event else in. Whatever See, the event would be in July, you know, you can have Vermin call his shot for that, whoever he wants to defend the title against. But so I know, keep going. I know Seth said Seth has come out and said that he, he wants to work with Roman now based off of him with his character where he's at and Roman's character where he's at. So I could see maybe them going Seth Roman at Mania. Or I'm sorry, because that that's a, a bigger marquee mm. matchup, so to speak. Um, but I let's heal, heal. But is Edge done? I have no idea. We haven't heard from Edge. Mm. So he's only a part timer. So yeah. part, he could be back for SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's <laughs> yeah, but I would definitely do uh, Roman and Seth. Until, like, having them do the money in the bank, have Cesaro win that, you, you know, so you don't have to drag out the storyline between Roman and Cesaro. Like, play somebody in there. I would, yeah, I would just keep having Roman just looking. Nope, not yet. Not even going to talk to you yet. Yeah. <laughs> Who are go, you? Go, go, go wrestle so and so and and see. Like, have Roman set up the challenges for Cesaro. As a, as a different take on it too, like oh you want to get to me? Um, let's see if you can. Sami Zayn, let's <laughs> see if you can beat Kevin Owens. Let's see. Like Cesaro and Jay every week. I like uh, like Vince did with Kofi to try to get the Daniel yeah. here. Yeah. But again, it, it's different because it's Roman bringing the matches. You know what I mean? Like it's. So yeah, I I liked it. I'll, we'll see what they do from here. Um, anything else main roster wise before we jump over to to Tuesday night and Wednesday night? No. You getting Bailey Bianca? Did Did y'all mention that? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I liked what I'm they did. Last, yeah. I yeah. like what they did last night. Mm-hmm. Bailey was great. Yeah. <laughs> Talking shit, and then all of a sudden Bianca shows up and she cuts a baby face promo. <laughs> Yeah, and then just lost it all. And then just ends it by laughing in her yeah. face and trying mm-hmm. to walk away. Bianca was look confused, like what the hell's going on? Like I, and I like the fact that they're not automatically jumping into running Sasha and Bianca back right Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like them keeping her off of her. Bailey's yeah. Bailey's perfect for her to 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 build up and, and elevate even more. So it's so, not uncommon. If you if you watch like the Stone Cold thing, she wanted to, she wants to be that person to help elevate everybody in the locker room so yeah and what she's i mean what she did what she did with her reign over the over the year you know what i mean like she's in that position now where she Mm -hmm. can 
she can elevate people up. So yeah, yeah. Bianca won the belt. Okay, let me let me work with Bailey and and build up build up my status as champion. So I'm I'm cool with them running with that. It'll be another good match. So that's the perfect person to put in with Bianca. Yeah. So Streets Profits and the the dogs ran into the ground. Yeah. That that's I don't care those, about them. Those four those four teams between them two and then the Mysterios. The Mysterios and Al Team Alpha. Oh, oh God. I'd rather see Otis and Gable have it. Just for but, but like Jason said, crap. it's just this COVID, you know, this bubble that they're all in, you know. I don't know. It's just the tag team, the tag team division all the way around men's both shows and women's just it, it's not non, it's non non important, non existent. And we're getting the tease, I guess, between Shayna and Nia now going to split, um, kind of off of what what we had last night on SmackDown. You don't like the return uh, of Reginald? No, 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 no man, get this get this dude off of the no. TV, please. He, he, he gave Seth. Been this, he gave Seth split for too long. He gave Seth a run for his money with that suit last night. <laughs> no, I'm tired, I'm tired of these fit skinny crop pants suits, man. <laughs> That's the style, no, bro. That's the style. Hey, get used to it. My, le- my legs are too big for that. I can't. I can't <laughs> Daily, my legs are too skinny. <laughs> you got to work them calves out. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't got nothing else, man. Roster wise, we can jump into yeah. NXT Tuesday night. Um, so NXT Tuesday night, Kyle Riley. Immediately, there was um, Orange Cassidy cosplay <laughs> all over the internet. You can't. You I guess you can't wear a jean jacket now. <laughs> at all. Nope. You can't wear denim at all. You just nope. It's Orange Cassidy's black. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like that douchey California surfer dude. Yeah, that's what that all that reminded me of. Uh, I didn't, I didn't partic- I didn't particularly like it. I hate the theme music. It's, it's, yeah. it's very yeah. generic. Just don't, don't get it. Um, him and Grimes was good. I, I enjoyed their banter back and forth. Um, you know, the match they had at the main event, you know, was was a good match. Kyle can get in the ring with anybody and have a good match. I, I think he's on that on that level as a performer. Um, it seems like they're pushing him. If they're going to give him, they've been giving him some main event spot matches that he's going to get a title uh, shot. Sooner and he called Cross out. He, yeah, he called Cross out. Call <laughs> Cross out, and then, and then I like the I like the tease, the stare down before he walked up the entrance ramp. I mm-hmm. thought that was that was nicely done there. Um, so. Don't know if that's the the direction that they are going to go to as far as you know next challenger to cross. Mm-hmm. Kyle just lost twice to Balor. Like I think you would save Kyle until you're actually gonna put it on him. If you're going to put it on him, I wouldn't feed him the cross and have cross beat him again. But babyface wise, I don't know who else you would have run up against Cross right now. So they're in a little mm-hmm. bit of a predicament there, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, look, they they did eight forty, they did eight forty one this week. They did eight forty eight the week before. So, you know, both shows consistent. Yeah, both shows look to if if they're going to peak around that, then I, that's a that's a solid for for NXT mm-hmm. um, ratings wise. You know, um, so yeah, but 
Uh, other stuff on the show. Would you Would you guys like? Would you would, What were your takeaways? Lorkin, <laughs> because uh, that was another. Yeah. That was another hard hitting. Yeah, that was a good match. That was real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those two. WWE was laying the wood this week. Especially with that's, that's, I mean, that's that's Oni though. Like he gets in there and he he brings it. Like like that made me want to see him and Champa between Orange Chess and uh, Kushida's Chess. <laughs> that, that, made, that made me want to see him and Champa or him and Walter. Like mm-hmm. that would just be just force on force. Like yeah. he did that running uppercut on Kushida. I was like, whoa, bad. That, I mean, you get him and Cesaro to have an uppercut battle and oh, be man. serious beef. Like, like. Um, I like the new girl. I didn't like them being together just because they're two people you're trying to push. Yeah, I thought but that was a little bit. bit. I thought that was a little bit odd to put Zoe with Sorry right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, match, but. Good yeah, match. Totally yeah, good match. Uh, I don't know much of Sare outside yeah. of WWE. Yeah. Apparently, she's a huge talent that they've been trying to sign for a while. Finally, got the deal done. Um, a lot of people online were praising her work, so I'm gonna have to go on YouTube and search some stuff out to to get caught up on her. Um, but she she can go in the ring, and you know, just another Joshi star that they got. In WWE, you know, you had your run. You had Oscar, you had Kyrie, you had EO, and now you have her. So, um, I'm all for that. She definitely impressed me enough to where I'd want to watch her next match. I like, I like her getting paired up with Tony. I like that feud. Yeah, you saw Tony come out and, and attack Zoe after the match, and and Sorry coming out to make the save. So, if they're gonna run with her and Tony, that that would be a good a good feud to to set up off the bat. Um, the women's wise NXT, like the main roster needs to take notes from NXT on how to book women. The women had at least, they were involved in at least half the show, whether it was backstage segments, matches, promos, like the, the women were a constant thread throughout the show. And I I like the EOS tease that she was going to, she was going to take a break. And then it seems like Frankie Monet steps in and it seems like, they're gonna go somewhere with the two of them. So and I can't wait to see them two go in the ring because yeah. EO, if you go back to Lucha Underground, when EO and Kyrie Sane and I forget who the other the other woman was, but when they came in and they worked they worked a, a like a gauntlet match with Pentagon. So Pentagon faced all three of them. And EO and Kyrie were unreal with Pentagon in the ring. Like just craziness but it's eo style working with taya who has worked the luchador style as far as being a base and mm-hmm. catching her and letting eo do like them two i think are going to have mm-hmm. chemistry in the ring and, and pull off some really good matches so i'm definitely excited for them too jay you brought up mercedes and raquel and that looks to be the way that they're going mm-hmm. you kind of got the tease with dakota this week playing yeah. seeds you know like mm-hmm. oh we beat EO and all yeah. that. So like you can see the the turn coming. Um mm-hmm. but I'm not I, I like both promos. Yeah, I like both promos that Raquel and I like Mercedes promo a lot. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She she was like, Okay, I believe you. Like I'm I, I bought it now. 
you 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 hooked me there. So I'm not mad at, at that being the first challenger for Raquel. Um, obviously, we had more of the the way shenanigans. Um, Indy Hartwell is great. Yes, she yeah. is. How you don't like her? She's so entertaining, and this this love story with Dexter Loomis is just. It's like <laughs> it's so pro wrestling, like it, as far as you know, like a love story. It's it's just so pro wrestling on every level, and it works tremendously. It's better than Mandy Otis. <laughs> yes. oh, way better than Mandy yeah. Otis. Yeah. I mean, I still think that this is going to be Indies just trying to get in his head for the way, but I'm enjoying the interaction oh, between them. Yeah, it's fantastic. Her getting up on the rope and leaning in for a kick, yeah. closing <laughs> her eyes, and then Johnny and then running down. No, no, no. <laughs> and then she does that. Call me. Yeah, and then Candace coming back after getting her ass whooped <laughs> in, the, in the locker room and just sitting there looking like she's like, all right, Candace. Yeah, I am <laughs> over everybody. And Johnny's like, hey, I know that look. We're gonna give her a couple minutes. <laughs> Everybody was just walk away. <laughs> it's like, or when Johnny was like, "Why is everybody talking to Regal right now? Nobody talking to me." <laughs> Everybody's going to Regal. <laughs> when he hit, uh, when he hit Bronson with the back of the line, that was gold. Cool. Yeah, they that yeah, is the most, of our hilarious. Oh, they are the most entertaining thing on NXT right now. <laughs> they have not had a segment where where they've missed. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like, and Johnny doesn't need the title, you know, to, for this group to work. Johnny. But I hope that the title stays on him for a bit while this group's getting over. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, did you did you like Kishida's uh, change up in his ring gear? I don't I like really, the barefoot thing because I, I really think didn't that, understand that causes it. injuries. But yeah, I, I know, like he he has like the the judo background and all that, and like they were they were referencing Liger a lot, um, being his hero. But I mean, Liger didn't wrestle barefoot, did he? No. So I don't. I mean, Riddle has gotten me used to it, but it's still just a, just a little off for me. Yeah. No, I thought I thought it was a solid show Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like, oh my god, you have to tune in. Yeah. And it wasn't no. like it was wow, a- I'm mad, I'm mad I, I sat there and watched it. It was it was just a solid yeah. no. all the way through. Yeah. So you could you could start to see where they're where they're going um with story wise and some of the matchups that they have lined up right now based off of Tuesday night. I'm I'm all for a lot of them. So they well, haven't announced anything yet, but I'm wondering if they're gonna try to build up the, uh, not this week's show, but the following week's show, uh, since that's going to be blood and guts on... I know they're not head-to-head anymore, mm-hmm. but, you know, just to kind of... Uh, they always did that, you know, whenever AEW is doing something before, they always try to do some counter-programming. I, I, I think, and, and Hunter referenced this in a call, that, that the Wednesday Night War was just an imaginary war. Like, it wasn't... Oh, it was, but, I mean... But I don't, I don't see them... I don't see them... If they were still on Wednesday nights, yes, I would see them yeah, no, no, to stack the card. But because they're because they're on separate nights now, I don't see them doing anything to counter program AEW. I think they're gonna mm-hmm. run their show how they want to run their show. They'll put it out on a weekly basis and we'll get what we get. I don't think they're they're gonna worry about doing anything uh from a pro- programming standpoint based on yeah, what games. Doing. Just focus yeah. on yourself. That's it. Just focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So I even like uh, guys, guys. If you're if you're ranking if you're ranking this if you're ranking the three WWE shows this week, obviously Raw is third. Who do you have first, NXT or SmackDown? I have NXT. I have NXT then SmackDown. Yeah, just because it felt solid the whole way through. Yep, consistent straight through yeah. for two hours. I agree with that. So, all right. Anybody got anything else for from NXT? We we'll jump over to Wednesday Night Dynamite. Nope. It's- Okay, so this was we brought this up last week on the show, and it was more evident this week, and I'm starting to get sick of it. Sting? No. <laughs> Taz. You have a run-in or something going on either during every match or after every match, and it's getting old, and it's lazy booking. That took away from the main event for me. It always did. Yeah. This week, I – um. I didn't. I didn't necessarily mind Luchasaurus and Sting. I didn't like how they set it up, but I didn't mind them two brawling into the back so that mm-hmm. they're out of the picture and it is just Jungle Boy and Darby. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mind that at all. But it literally, like after every segment or during every match, it's somebody's coming out, somebody's attacking, somebody's saying something. It's just like the entire show was that way, and it's mm-hmm. like we. You gotta stop doing that every single match, every single week. Like this has been their MO since almost day one. And you don't need it. No, you, you don't. When you when you do that, you don't allow things to breathe and you don't allow things to sink in. So you don't or like we said last week with the main event with Hardy and Darby, it takes away mm. from the match completely. So you're losing your focus and you're you're trying to like digest everything that you see and then it just turns into I don't remember anything. And we said before Revolution too that they need to start elevating Darby. He's had two great matches two weeks in a row. You know, between uh, Jungle Boy this week, I thought it was a great match, but things are taking away from that. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily taking away from him, but I don't think it was putting that stigma on the match. I don't think it was as big of a deal this week as it was last week. Oh, last week was because last week was during the match. It seemed like, yeah, like, yeah, like I said, I didn't. Work I, I didn't like the fact that Sting and Luchasaurus mixed it up. Like to me, it was unnecessary. You didn't have to do it. Just have them two outside, like they were throughout the match. There was no reason for them two to get into it. None. You know, because they have, have to use Sting. They don't need him every week. No, and he shouldn't be brought out there every week. Yeah. Agreed. But you have you have Darby who main evented two weeks in a row, which I thought was interesting. You know, I thought maybe they would have mm-hmm. they would have added you know um, Sheeta and and Ty as the main event just to give us a, another women's main event based off of how Britt and Thunder Rosa showed up. I thought you could that would have been fine, and that would have been fine because they had yeah. a hell of a match. Yeah, getting you ready for life without the, without the title. But so yeah, Darby. Darby, Darby main eventing two weeks in a row was interesting to me. I don't, you know, and it and it's put emphasis on the title, mm-hmm. but it is based on some of the stuff they're doing going to matches. They're also taking away from from the title. Him and Jungle Boy can go at it. Like let, let them. I'm all for them battling <laughs> it out. You know, like they're both super young. Like Jungle Boy to me is going to be a star. I don't know how I, I don't know if he keeps the Jungle Boy moniker the entire time. You know, like you had 
you know, Bow Wow turned into whatever. But, you know, at some point, I think you have to go in a different direction name-wise. You can't mm-hmm. just always be Jungle Boy. Well, that's why, you know, like even whenever AEW first started, a lot of fans were giving JR shit because he kept he calls him Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And Jungle Boy's came out numerous times and said, I'm perfectly okay with that because he's building my name brand. Right. You know? And I think that's where it's going to lead to more and more down the road as he grows into a different character at some point that he'll be and Jungle you, Boy if, Jack if Perry. You, if you want to keep the Jungle Boy moniker, then do it in that way, that form yeah. of fashion where it's Jack Perry. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I, that, I'm, I'm fine with that. But him and Darby was really good. Sheeta and, and Ty was excellent. Was really Ty from yeah. her time in NXT till now is just she's improved so much and them, <laughs> two, day. them two beat day. shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. That widow's watch or what widow's shot that she hit on her on the turnbuckle. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought she broke her back. Like she dropped her on 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 the on the pool of the turnbuckle. Yeah. It wasn't even on the turnbuckle. Like mm-hmm. I thought she broke and her then back. she fell off. And then <laughs> she fell off. I was like holy shit. Um, I th- honestly like because the way you mentioned it with like you thought Sheeta could have been the main event this week, that would have been a great way to end the show with Britt coming out as number one. The show with her moving up to number one on the ranking. Yeah. And That's- you have, and I think honestly, the, the, the story that they're going to give because Britt's just firing all cylinders right now on the mic is that that could possibly be your main event double or nothing. I think that's going to get built up to the point where it could be. I don't think it's going to be, but I think it, it could have potential to be. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be bad because, you know, you have no nobody yet for Kenny. Yeah. I, I think you're going to get Young Bucks versus Moxley and Kingston for the tag belts at double or nothing. Okay. Um, that's where I, I see that going. Um, but, yeah, that's not, that's not a bad idea. Um, I love... You know, I love that those two matches. Uh, Hangman and Starks was great. I thought Starks mm-hmm. broke his neck. I have mm-hmm. no idea oh, how he did. Man, wow! You guys, you guys, <laughs> sent it over. he gave a shout out to DDP Yoga. <laughs> <laughs> you guys sent it over in the group chat, and I and I missed it live. Okay. And then I hopped on the the Twitter because I was tweeting along with the show, and I I hit the refresh button, and they just had the the people were just posting the the gifts of the move and i'm like yo how is he up walking right yeah. now there's no way that he does not have some type of neck injury yeah um thanks ddp yeah so i mean <laughs> but then again like it goes back to the same qualms that we have with the whole show you have you have a really good match then you have cage come out then you have dark order come out mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's just it's it's too much. Yeah. Now you get Cage and Hangman this coming week, which I I think will be a really good match. Um, they need to figure out what they're doing with Brian Cage. Either let him oh, go oh. off on his own or or what. Like to me, he's he's been a little wasted since he's came over, which I'm I'm sad to say because I enjoy his work a lot. I like him in in Lucha Underground. He was very good in Impact, and I had high hopes whenever he came in. Mm-hmm. Where do you see um, where do you see Team Taz going? Because they lost to Paige. You think Paige is going to win next week? And with Powerhouse Hall losing to Christian, like 
There's that a was lot of a, that was a really that was a really good match too. Man, there's a lot of losing on Team Taz. We, we, we're praising too many matches on this show. Come on, now. You can't <laughs> like that match. The main event was good. Everything else felt like a dry run. We're we're praising <laughs> no, too many matches crazy. on this card. You didn't, you didn't like Sheeta and Taya? We didn't like Sheeta and Taya. It was okay. It was better than Charlotte and Oscar. Wow. It was it was better than Charlotte and Oscar. I mean, y'all y'all are pretty y'all going pretty far with the praise. I thought Sheeta Taya was main event quality. No, the matches on this the matches on this show were were, they were okay. No, you're crazy. Hang, they were okay. Hang you seen from all of them. They were okay. Hangman and Starks was Hangman and Starks was better than Orton and Riddle. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, no. Christian and Powerhouse Hobbs was better. Don't no, don't you dare say that. <laughs> don't you dare say that. And look, when you, here, here, okay, in wrestling. Sell where you got hit, okay? If you get hit somewhere, sell where you got hit. Don't grab where you were supposed to get hit, Hobbs. That was it was an okay match. Don't his his Christian Hobbs, I'll give you. It was an okay match. His uh his his thing was good. I was legit concerned when he hit his uh the Arn Anderson or the Spine Buster. That was good. But don't don't praise everything on the show that match wise they didn't have a miss this week match wise everything nothing was any, any of their greatest it was it was a it was another solid straight through but we're you're praising too much it, oh, went, I like thought this, it, was... it went like this and then at the end darby jungle boy yeah. and That's how, that's how, that's see, how the show went. See, I mean, for me, AEW was the best show of the week. And it was definitely... Warlow was, might have had the best thing on the show. Well, I wasn't crazy about uh, Billy Gunn and QT. No. No, I no but that, that furthered along the story, which is your building yeah, up. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah, that's all it did. Yeah, the match itself wasn't... So, we, we don't praise matches in WWE. We praise storyline. What are you talking about? Mean? <laughs> there was no matches beside Riddle and Orton. There was nothing else on Raw to praise. Match wise, you didn't like, you didn't like Viking Raiders versus versus Benjamin. Uh, you, I, see, don't put, you, I don't. I don't. I mean, WWE, WWE, you hate the results in the storyline, and that just makes you shit on everything. I don't put the Viking Raiders. In, I don't put the Viking Raiders and Shelton and and, and Cedric over Hangman, Starks, Sheeta, Ty, Jungle Boy, Darby. Or even Powerhouse Hobbs and Christian. I mean, I'll be honest with you, and this isn't me trying to shit on anything. It's just my honest opinion. AEW is consistently the only show that like really entertains me during the week. Like, consistently, AEW is my number one show over anything else, and that's on a normal week. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I don't like that they're doing on there either. But for an entertainment, I'm entertained by them. And I'm not getting that from the other programming. But we're praising mediocrity, though, in your entertainment. I'm not even going to say it's mediocrity. We're praising subpar matches just because you're entertained. Subpar matches. You got people like Bully Ray coming out on Busted Open Radio praising praising Christian and Powerhouse Hobbs for having a great match, great psychology, everything else. But yet, that's, that's not... But it's, really I mean, it's the same argument that you were having with Steve, where you're saying that you really liked Oscar Charlotte, and you know, and Steve was saying it was an okay match. 
It's almost the same argument. So it's, I guess it's depending on the taste. You know, your taste is WWE, where my taste is AEW. You know, like I can you're watch Raw, and I'm not entertained by it for three hours. Not, I can watch AEW not, and be fine. Yeah, you're gonna nog the, you're gonna nog AEW just because it's AEW. No. You can't you you can't say that they didn't have two or three of the best matches out of the week for any of the shows. Jungle Boy and uh in Page? Jungle Boy and Darby. Uh, not Dar- yeah, Jungle Boy and Darby, yeah. The rest? No. I'm not putting none of those matches over anything else in the week. None of them. You're crazy. You don't put you don't put Sheeta and Tai and Tai You're absolutely out of your mind, dude. They weren't better than Starks and Soraya. That was de- that was definitely better than Starks and Sarah. No, yeah, no, I, I no, me, no, I put it I, over. Yeah. No, I put more now. Yeah. This, this, yeah, you no. gotta take the lenses off. What lenses? <laughs> Your WWE lenses that you. It's look not it's WWE through. lenses, man. It, yeah. Come on, come on. You're crazy if you think they look like they look like like development crazy. out there. You're crazy to think Ty and Sheeta was not better than Zoe and Sorry. Crazy. Right, if you pull wrestling fans, I, I pull, if you pull wrestling fans, put it up on Twitter. I guarantee you, you'll have Sheeta and Ty win out. If you if you were to ask the question, who had a better match this week? I'll throw that up there. We can make a poll. We can make a poll. <laughs> we, that's ridiculous. Trent Penta was a good match. It was an okay match. Okay, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Okay. It was okay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, not thank you. Thank you. I'm not a Trent fan. Good is not great. We're getting somewhere. Okay. It was a solid match. Trent and Penta can both go in the ring. It's not in my highlight reel of the week. But yeah, I mean, I mean to hear y'all talking, it was like, Ugh. no, I'm. But like I said, the, I the three, ma- three I matches that I would that give, that match. three matches that I'd put in my highlight of the week would be Darby Jungle Boy, Sheeta Taya, and Paige and, and Starks. I'd put all three of those in my highlight of the week. Highlight, yeah, top. What do you think? What do you think of the pinnacle of MJF's promo? I actually enjoyed it. And I hate that. Was it was it better than Jericho's promo? I hate not, Jericho. Not, not this week? That, not, no, not this week. The one that Jericho cut, whatever, last week or two weeks ago. The one that JR called the quote-unquote immortal, immortal. Like, I wasn't too high on that to begin with. I I was impressed this week because of Wardlow. That too, yeah. That, yeah. that, that came out of nowhere for me. Like, it felt like their delivery that. was solid the whole way through. Yeah. I don't know what so, Jericho cut. What Jericho cut this week? It was. Jer- I like Jericho. Santana talking. Santana yeah, was. Santana was me too. Santana was the best part of that promo. Yes, yeah. he was. Um, and then, and I told I, I said this weeks ago. That intensity is what I need from Santana and Ortiz. Yes. Yeah. Santana yes. got the soul go, the Jericho go out. <laughs> got the you know the the New Jack City vibes. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they need to bring in T- TNA LAX that they used to be. Like that's, that's they I haven't was, delivered that yet. I wanted to see Eddie Kingston run with them as that because that would you know 
work from even though they were opposite in in TNA, but yeah. in Impact. But no, that Santana was the best part of that. The the whole Pinnacle promo. My issue with that was the way that it was shot, because you had all five of them sitting in the chairs, but yet the camera was just solely focused on MJF, and because of how they were set up, it was Wardlow's face oh, right behind them, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was just like. You didn't need the other guys at all. <laughs> they didn't even say. Well, <laughs> they could have staggered him better. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad to see Spears doesn't have the blonde mohawk anymore. You could have. You could have <laughs> set them up to stand. You could have <laughs> set them up, set them up differently, and and use a different camera shot. Yeah. You know, I like this. Uh, I like the backdrop that they had. Like, just the setting was cool, but yeah, it, it was just their positioning that that yeah. threw me off because it was like, all right, you know, you're. You have five guys here, but one guy is carrying the stick and mm. in, in, in talking. So, but that's um, any of their promos so far. Yeah, which is because Dax and Cash can talk. So let them get mm-hmm. the I mean, mic. It's, it's, it's the same as Inner Circle. You, I could have done without Hager altogether. You could have just oh, yeah. and not said anything. No, Hager is definitely one that shouldn't talk ever. So he should have never started talking in the beginning. He should have just stayed no. silent the whole yeah. time once he debuted. I, I thought I thought Jericho kind of took the air out of it with with his promo and and cutting the. I know he cut that that show tune off the cuff and straight off the straight off the top of his head there, but it just it it took it took yeah. some air out of the sail with, with with what they've been building. So apparently, blood and guts that's going to be potentially the only match on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with some with some other stuff, so we'll see what the what the parlay has set up this week. Um, I don't know if that's a match per se. Um, no, it's just going to be there. Just like the, yeah, yeah. Just lay out the rules. Lay out the rules. Yeah, another contract signing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but how are you? So how are you going to see which team gets the advantage? Or are they going to? Are they not going to go that route and do something different? Because it's going to be their take on war games. They it's might go a different way. I think they're probably all just going to start in. Oh, and just have all ten of them inside, and just yeah, have just a draw from, from gangbusters from Jump Street. Well, like they were saying like no pins, no, no submissions. That's the old the the old war games. There was no pinfalls, no submissions, and you had to you had to quit. Oh, okay, so everybody got to quit. The, just somebody from the team has no, to stay quit so that that was how the first war first i think first two or three war games matches it was based off of that if you're gonna make it um the show basically on may 5th maybe elimination to make it go longer if you're not gonna do intro like one at a time maybe you do elimination until there's a sole survivor or something takes as long as it does is because it's intervals and it doesn't actually start until all yeah, all eight or all, or in this case, all ten are in the ring. So, um, uh, we'll we'll see how that that plays out. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how they do that here. So, um, I know a couple couple other things. If nobody else got anything, um, for I just got one other one little thing. Whenever you're done, drop, drop me out while you go over that. Okay. All right. I don't know if you guys saw or not. Um, for here in Pittsburgh, Bruno San Martino had lived in uh, Ross Township pretty much his, the whole time that he was in WWE. Um, so there's a park in Ross Township that they, uh, they renamed yesterday the Bruno San Martino Park. So that was kind of just a small little park, nothing nothing too big, but 
um, kind of given that, hey, you know, since he's passed away, everything he did for our community. So mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of nice. Yeah. Is uh, Larry Zabisco behind uh, Bushes? I think so. I think he was there. <laughs> one of the worst Hall of Fame speeches of all time. Which is so sad because that was like the one I was looking forward to that year. Yes. For how he used year. to talk on the mic. And yes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I was like, this is going to be good. He can go on the mic. And that was just one of the worst, unfortunately. Um, um, but other other than that, I didn't really have much else for wrestling. Well, all the wrestling news. Uh, what is it? Um, I gotta find the where it's at. But uh, I sent you guys the picture of um, DMD. What's her name? Britt Baker. Yeah. yeah. For Steel City Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, if, I if you're a local yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think it's the June. Is it the June one? It's the June one. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely got to go now. <laughs> yeah, because they made like a. I seen they posted something like we have a huge announcement for uh, about wrestling, and it was like uh, later on in the day. Then it popped up there. Yeah, bringing in Brit. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually interested. In maybe going for just for her. I think that's is that the one with uh, Rikishi and the was it a body? Uh, Rachel, no, Jennifer Jason Lee. Okay. Rachel Lee Cook. So it's all that one. So it's everybody that one. She's all that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's yeah. the one that Robert England's supposed to go to. Matthew Lillard. Okay. Let me see if it is that one. Yeah, I think that's the only one they're advertising right now. Yeah, that's the only one I know of. They announced the one in August too. Okay. okay. Yeah. So. But yeah, especially if she's going to be champion, you know, for that. Yeah. I go and see Brett. Um, couple, couple other quick hitters um, around wrestling. Uh, I know in the in, we we touched MLW bringing fans back uh, July 10th, but their this season of MLW will wrap up May 5th, um, okay. and that'll be headlined with Leo Rush and Myron Reed. Um, they're going to run that rematch back. The first match was was really good between them two. That'll be the headline for for that. Um, so they'll be off for two months, doing best of be type stuff. Yeah. yeah, they'll be doing the best of. Uh, you'll see, you'll see them getting added onto Vice TV uh, in May, and that they'll they'll be showing like older stuff to to get people familiar with the product and all that, and and get set up. So the season ends May fifth, the new season starts July tenth. Hopefully, they still air on YouTube. Even even though they're going to be on Vice, hopefully. Oh, yeah, I believe they will. I don't I don't well. see why they wouldn't. Because um, go back on their YouTube channel. I mean, if you if you haven't watched MLW, go watch some of their current episodes. And then during the pandemic, they were throwing their original episodes on YouTube as well. Uh, like that, when Joey Styles hosted it. Yeah, and that that's that's kind of what they're going to be doing on Vice. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be mixing old old and with new. Um, and Hammer Hammerstone had his quote unquote press conference. Um, he, he's he's sick of the comparisons. He's tired of the who's the best, and he issued the challenge to Jacob Fatu. Um, don't know if it's going to be like a title unification type deal or what. Um, but yeah, he issued the challenge out there. So I, I would a unification. I would think well to get rid of one so it would just be like the heavyweight champion going forward you wouldn't have the heavyweight and the the open weight 
heavyweight champion. I, I, I like Hammerstone's belt better than I like the main MLW title. As far as looks go? Yeah. Yeah, I agree there. But, yeah, so I, I got a feeling that will be the main event of the July 10th show is, is what I'm cool. they'll, they'll do. And that, that's been a matchup that's been over two years in the making. They haven't touched. They haven't come together yet. It's it's the two biggest men in the company. The two one of the you know two out of the four cornerstones. So that that will be that will be a hell of a main event to give fans for the first episode back. Yeah, I mean that would definitely be a good match for the fans. I mean that's pay per view quality there though. Absolutely, you know, 100%. They, you know they haven't ran a, a real pay per view in a bit just because of COVID, but they could easily do that with that match. Um, if you haven't watched Ring of Honor, I highly suggest going out and seeking the Jay Lethal versus Jonathan Gresham Pure Rules match that they had last week. Bully Ray came out and praised it and said, I never thought I'd like a Pure Rules match. Then I watched Lethal and Gresham. Great execution, psychology, struggle, and selling. Those two are really good. Um, their gimmick with the foundation that they're a part of has been really good. And Ring of Honor has been you know, excellent since they've come back. They also announced um, that they're going to be building up to a women's tournament. Yes. Introduce the, the women back in the Ring of Honor, and that will air on Wednesdays on YouTube. And yep. So they have that going. Um, last night was the finals for the New Japan, uh, New Japan Cup 2021 USA tournament. It was Brody King against Filthy Tom Lawler. I'm not happy with that. Who won? Top Filthy Tom? Filthy Tom. Not happy with that at all. I don't like him at all. Like he just... I, I got I stopped watching MLW while he was champion just because I don't like him. And I didn't start I was really hoping that Brody King was gonna was gonna do it. I really was. So but yeah, I mean that's a that's a good show. Like I know should have put it on Kenta. That's yeah, who that should have been put on. It, it's more wrestling, but New Japan USA is, is is a good hour program as well. So tune in to that Friday nights. Um, so there's that. A um, couple other things. Uh, AJ Lee, um, you know, from WWE, uh, she has a memoir that is being adapted for a TV show. Interesting. She she co-writes, and, and there's also an upcoming movie sequel. So... Um, I forget the comic, but I saw that she announced, I think it was this week too, that Ronin. she's writing a comic. Is it running? Okay. Ronin 47. And then um, tomorrow on on Peacock for WWE, uh, WWE 24 is doing a documentary on The Miz. I'm looking forward to that. I do want to see that. If you haven't seen the trailer for it, um, trailer looks good. Really good. Um, I, I think it'll. It'll it'll make you appreciate Miz more than what you may you know may or may not do already as far as what he's done over the course of his career for WWE based off of where he came from and how he got his start. So I like Miz. I, I'm a big fan of his, and yeah, honestly, I I don't watch much reality show, but I watch him the Miz and Mrs. Show, and it's starting to get a little total divas esque, you know, like where it's a lot of stuff <laughs> you, know, you can tell is getting fake, but. The, especially like the original season, like where it was like them following them. I really liked it. You know, that made, maybe, me enjoy, made me enjoy Maurice. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I wasn't a fan of Maurice when she was on TV, mm -hmm. but no. like I actually like her now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree there. And then NWA um, on Fight TV, again, another promotion who's done really good work. Um, you know, they, they've put their clips on their YouTube channel as well, so they haven't just solely been on Fight to keep up to date, so you can go on there and, and watch and get caught up on what happened on NWA. Mm-hmm. But they announced this week um, their next pay-per-view will be on June 6th. It'll be called When Shadows Fall. Um, no matches announced yet, um, but that that will be their next pay-per-view. Um, if you have the money and you want to subscribe to Fight TV, um, NWA is definitely worth the watch for the money that you're putting out in a subscription. Uh, are fans of- in the audience for that, or are they are they still just empty arena? I believe it's still empty arena. Okay, they haven't done anything yet, so we'll see June six with their next pay per view if they're going to have fans back or not. There was no no talks of that that I saw um, as of yet. Um, and then some some unfortunate news, but uh, came out yesterday. Um, former Chicago Bears and WCW War Horseman fame Steve Mongo McMichael uh, came out with a diagnosis with ALS um, there is a GoFundMe McFoley tweeted it out um, for him uh, to help with making his his home wheelchair accessible and buying an accessible van for him um, so if you want to donate go go over to check out McFoley's Twitter account the, the GoFundMe information is there for that so uh, I know Mongo gets a bad rap for uh, the botches and, and that, that Twitter um, the Mongo Michael Twitter account is pretty great for for posting stuff, but uh, you know, you know, sad news there. Don't don't necessarily want to want to see it happen, but uh, there is stuff out there if you want to want to donate to that. I didn't hate him whenever he was on the mic in WCW. Like his in ring work was what it was, but you know, he entertained me on the mic. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So. All right. Anything else for Bell to Bell this week? I think uh, you know after Jay's just trashing of matches this week, I need a drink. So we're ready. Trash. <laughs> I said they were okay. And this yeah, beer, is, yeah, that's his pick. Yeah, and this beer is your pick. So this beer doesn't work up to really... But you love the can. <laughs> All right. Drink of the week. Drinking. Drink of the week. This week's Drink of the Week segment is brought to you by having bad friends that make you want to get a drink. In this instance, (laughs) I have a co-host that makes me want to have a drink. So this week consistently every week. This this week we will be reviewing the spring. Hey Steve, put your can down, Steve. (laughs) I got the hologram. (laughs) That's That's the green screen effect. Look at that. But uh, we'll be doing the Springhouse Brewing Company Daily Planet. It is a hazy IPA. Man, we are on the IPA run. We are. Uh, 6% alcohol. Um, you know, I guess you get the, the Galactus vibes uh, from comic books and, and that. Not to be confused with Daily Planet. It's so Disney. it is. It says that it is uh, tropical ah, notes of citrus I didn't and know pine. That. <laughs> And it's brewed out of Lancaster, PA. So, shout out Lancaster, Lancaster, Lancaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's the yinter in you. 
That's the Yinzer in me for sure. Yeah, I can't. I can't stand it with the green screen. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, so we we we've had this run of IPAs here, and for an IPA non-drinker, this has been uh, maybe a rough stretch. But um, we'll we'll take a sip here, see what we think, and it's citrus. Notes of citrus and pine. That the last time I tasted pine is something I was like fourteen drinking Tangeray, and that was not pine. that good. Ugh. You're picked. You're the one that picked it. You're <laughs> you picked I'm it for the label. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you can definitely smell oh. hops. Man, this IPA be jumping. <laughs> I'm I'm actually not mad at this. I'm mad at it. <laughs> I say out of the IPAs that we've done here recently, I would put this at number two behind uh, Stone Cold's Broken Skull. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> His hops aren't aggressive. These hops are a little aggressive in this beer. Oh, but I don't think it's it, it's nearly as overpowering as all the other IPAs that we've done. <laughs> I'm here being marks. <laughs> hey, I said on that episode the Broken Skull IPA is the IPA that got me interested Ooh, in that IPAs. Was good. I don't think I'll ever be. I, I don't think I will ever truly become an IPA drinker. It's just not for mm. me. Like, no. you know, we'll we'll review IPAs because you know we'll we'll break down and and drink what we decide to pick out. But if I'm ever out in a setting somewhere, I, I don't think I'm ever going to be that guy to go to a bar and order an IPA. It's not going to yeah. happen. Um, I stick with the I'll stick with the wheat beers. I'll stick with you know the stouts. Um, that'll that'll be more more my style of, of beer. But I say for an IPA for this, being pleasantly surprised, I'll I'll give it a I'll give it a solid three out of five on the sumo scale. Because I picked it. I'm going to go with a two. <laughs> Have you picked anything over a three? <clears throat> Beer-wise? No. No. Well, last yeah, week was yeah. a three, wasn't it? I think so. No, the goss, that was the worst thing ever. Oh, That's well, yeah. Well, so, yeah. That, that was bad. <laughs> so um, Jason's a fan of sours, beer. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with a three on this. Chris? Yeah, I got it. I got a couple cans yeah. left of uh, <laughs> <anybody> <laughs> <take them off laughs> my hand. <laughs> nope. Um, it's it's not a terrible IPA. It's definitely a mediocre IPA. Um, mm. the, nothing. I don't really taste anything special. As I said, the hops are a little aggressive. I'm going to go 1.5. Sounds like an EW match. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, to... Uh... <laughs> That's this week's drink of the week. Uh, the Springhouse Brewing Company's Daily Planet. Uh, again, don't don't just judge your 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 feelings on these beers based off of our recommendations. Again, if you love IPAs, I think this would be one that you would actually enjoy a lot. Um, but we're you know most of us here on this show aren't really fans of it. The can itself is a cool can. Yeah, uh, that's why that's why it was picked to be reviewed. So, uh, with all that being said. Judge a book by its cover. In this instance, it was a terrible book. So hold up your <laughs> bottles, cans, shot glasses, brown paper bags, solo cups, and to good ships and wood ships and ships that sail seas. But the best ships are friendships, and friends will always be. Cheers.
All right, this week's this week in sports was pretty much um, pretty much ran by uh, football, and that is both American and um, as, as you know we like to say here in the states, soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, big news broke this week that there was going to be a new Super League formed um, in, in European soccer um, that would take uh, basically the top teams from all the leagues uh, would, would form this super league um, with 15 teams signing on to do it. And then they would have five teams uh, from various other places that would be able to play in to join the league each year. However, no matter where those 15 teams finished in the standings, they would all stay in the league. Um, over in, in soccer, they have what they call relegation, which um, you're a part of so many different leagues. You have chances to play up to get into higher tier leagues um, and depending, depending on where you finish. So like your bottom four teams in the Premier League automatically drop down. And then the top four teams from the league that's below the Premier League get promoted up to the Premier League during the next season. It's a really interesting way on how they do it. Um, for instance, Man City, which is one of the, the top uh, football clubs, back in like 1999, 2000, they were basically the Cleveland Browns of soccer. They sucked. They were terrible. And now they've gone on this run lately where they, they finish nearly in the top four every single year of the Premier League, um, which allows them to go on to play in the Champions League, so on and so forth. Um, so when news broke of this – from Amer- from an American standpoint, it's like, oh, hey, great. We get to see all the top teams play. If you truly know soccer and watch soccer, this was nothing but a money grab and would actually do nothing but destroy the fabric and tradition of soccer. Um, I'm a huge soccer guy. played soccer majority of my life. Continue to watch the sport, follow the sport now. Um you know, essentially what they did was it, it would be, um, say, the for NFL-wise, say the, the Steelers, the Cowboys, the Patriots, um, the Packers, the Chiefs, and let's just say the Buccaneers because they just won the Super Bowl this past year. Say, like, those six teams, like, all right, we're leaving the NFL. We're forming our own Super League. And, you know, four more teams can play in to, to join our league. Um, we control all the money. We have all the biggest stars, everything, so on and so forth. It would just trickle down and destroy the the tradition and, and fabric of professional football. And that's kind of what this would have done if they were going to do it. The fan backlash was outrageous, rightfully so. Um, a lot of people, a lot of names got dragged through the mud, rightfully so. And immediately you saw the backtrack of teams not uh, pulling out of this Super League to the point where before the end of the week, it was now dead. It's not going to happen. Um, so in the in the end, it was uh, much ado about nothing. However, it was a very big deal because it, it really would have destroyed the, the, the fabric of soccer um, uh, around the globe. And, you know, they it was strictly a money grab. Um, for these teams to go out there to to do this, um, 
you always want to look to way to make the sport better. You don't ever want to look. You don't ever want to do something that will take away from the sport. And this was this was definitely going to take away from the sport. So uh, I'm glad everybody came to their senses. Um, you know, they were talking about players uh, and teams being being banned from uh, competitions from other leagues. Um, these teams that were going to join the Super League. So like all your top players, your Ronaldos, your Messi's your Salas, all, all your top players from around the world, um, they were going to be banned from playing in the World Cup and everything else. So, like, the impact would have just been just felt all throughout soccer, um, which is the, the world's uh, favorite sport around the globe. So uh, I know here in the States it's not a big deal, but it, it does matter everywhere else. Um we're not we're not we're not always front and present um, as being number one as far as uh, what's what we find entertaining soccer although the mls has done very well and they just launched their new season here um this week the, the game is starting to grow a little bit here in the states more than, than what it has in the past but it's nowhere near on the scale of of soccer over in europe i mean one of my goals of life one of my bucket list items is to go over to england and actually go see a, a Liverpool game live. Um, awesome. if, you watch, if, if you if you have time, go seek out the movie Green Street Hooligans. Oh, that's a uh, great movie. <laughs> go seek out Green Street Hooligans, and that will explain to you what European soccer is all about. Fandom. Fandom. <laughs> Fandom. Boy. Like we're we're you know we're we're Steelers fans. You know, obviously Steelers Nation. Um, you can go anywhere in the United States and walk into a Steelers bar on a Sunday, sit down and watch beer with, uh, you know, fifty, seventy-five, a hundred people that are all Steelers fans. Um, soccer clubs in England and in in Europe and that they take fandom, uh, take the Steelers Nation or Cowboys or whatever Packers. But, you know, whoever has who's been voted on as being the top fans um, in the states, and then times that by about a hundred. <laughs> it's and the then, world sport, and yeah. that's where you'll that's where you'll get uh, the fandom. But great movie, highly suggest go seeing it, and you'll you'll have a you'll have a different view on on fandom and and mm-hmm. what it means to to truly follow a team. Um, so yeah, so that was that was it there. Um, obviously, this week as far as Sports-wise here, um, football, we're leading up. We're getting ready for the NFL draft, which will be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of this <coughs> week. Um, a lot of talks surrounding the top four or five picks. Will they all be quarterbacks? Uh, who's going to make a move up still? Uh, some trades have already happened. Some draft order shakeup. So we'll see what happens there. Um you know, maybe it might uh, might go might go live on on Thursday night to to interact and and talk about the draft. Um, haven't haven't decided that. I I might do it by myself if you guys don't want to hop on um, because it is a big deal here. People mock drafts are crazy now. Um, they're specials. Everybody's excited to see who their team gets. And this year's draft is a lot crazier than years past because you haven't had the opportunity to meet with the players as much. Um, you know, game tape isn't as available this year. You know, I think it's going to impact the the players from smaller schools that you would see get drafted in, you know, rounds like three, four, and five. Um, you, you may see more of the, the power five schools get drafted in those rounds because the 
those smaller schools didn't play this year, so tape isn't av- available, and GMs aren't going to want to roll the dice on a smaller school guy, um, which sucks for them. So that'll just make their their climb to the NFL even even harder than what it already is coming from a smaller school. But uh, I'm excited to see what what goes down, who gets drafted, where. Um, is Thursday just round one? Thursday is round one. It will be in Cleveland. It will be live. There will be fans there. Um, Fifty thousand. I believe 50,000 was the number, um, the setup for it, the shots for the setup and how they're going to, how they're going to build it out. It looks pretty, it looks pretty awesome. Honestly, it does. Is it, outdoors? Um, it is, it is going to be outdoors. Um, yeah. I, that's probably the first, first ever compliment you'll hear me and probably the last ever compliment I'll give for the city of Cleveland. <laughs> um, Ohio. <laughs> but yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Um, I don't know who you guys want the Steelers to take at 24, I honestly, I, I, I think depending on how the first five, six, seven picks go, it all depends on that. <laughs> it's going to depend on that because the draft is literally going to go one or two ways based mm-hmm. on those first five picks, and there may be a lot of solid talent that would have been gone earlier that may fall down the draft board that in a normal year don't fall down. So. Um, you know, the, the first five quarterbacks there, um, you know, there'll be a lot of good players there. A lot of Mark Drafts have the Steelers taken. Najee Harris running back. I don't know if he'll last to the Steelers. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens there. But uh, Mike Tomlin got extended, three-year extension through yeah. 2024. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Um, you know, he's there. the Steelers are three in – Three and what is it? Three and six in their last nine playoff games. So in the last nine years, they're sub five hundred in the playoffs. Bad, uh, bad, bad rap. <laughs> and that includes some really bad playoff losses. Yes, mm-hmm. last year to the Browns was bad. Um, that Jacksonville one. That Jacksonville one with Blake Bortles was bad. Um, he he has had Tebow. some stinkers. Um, Tim Tebow. Tebow to Broncos. Uh, so yeah, there there's been some some real big duds, um, you know, for a coach that hasn't had a losing season in 14 years. So um, we'll see. I I think this year, it, these next two three years for the Steelers are going to be really interesting. Um, you know, Ben, I, I I think this is his last run. I want I, I didn't want to see him come back this year. Honestly, I would have been fine with him moving on. Um, they, they, they re-signed Dobbs. That's all that. So you got it's a one-year deal. One deal, though. They they re-signed Dobbs because Ben likes Dobbs. Ben Ben likes Dobbs. Dobbs is Dobbs is a guy that is a great clipboard holder. So yep. So Ben comes off. Ben is Ben is super comfortable. Instead of talking with the OC on, hey, would you see what we like? What we want to do next? He goes straight to Dobbs, and him and Dobbs sit down and they go over what they see, and he trusts Dobbs. And, and takes Dobbs's advice a lot as far as what he sees, what he what they think they can do, you know, in the course of the game. Um, so I, I, you know, I think that that's why he's back. Whether or not he'll make the roster, who knows? That gives you four quarterbacks again. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's so. still also on the roster, ain't he? Uh, isn't Hodge still on the roster? Who? Duck. <laughs> no, no, he signed Rudolph. Oh, he signed somebody. No, Duck. Duck signed with the Rams. Okay. Um, no, they have right now their four quarterbacks are Ben, Mason, 
Dobbs and Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. And Haskins isn't on the 53, man. He, they signed him to like a futures type deal. So it, he'll have to prove it through camp, which, you know, if we get a normal preseason this year, they, they may play two preseason games this year, three preseason games. They have that Hall of Fame game, so it'll probably be three. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. Like I said, just interesting to see where the Steelers go. Um, mm-hmm. they, they're going to have a lot to, lot to go through here. In the next couple of years, um, also in football news, they changed the number system to where anybody except for linemen can wear number one. one <laughs> I heard Tom Brady complaining about this, saying that yeah. it'll be hard to block whoever. Yeah, but <laughs> the, 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 the caveat with this is that if a player wants to change his number, he has to buy up all of the jerseys that they have out in production for his current number. So Dalvin Cook from the Vikings thought about changing his number from 33 back to four, which he wore in high school and at Florida State. However, for him to do that, he would have had to pay $1.5 million. (laughs) For all of his jerseys. (laughs) For all of his jerseys. So so if you're somebody like Juju, for example. I know you tweeted that one time. Juju's in the Juju's in the top five in jersey sales. Mm. So if you go from nineteen to nine, think about how much money that's going to cost him. Yeah, if he wants to do it, his contract. So, I mean, yeah, like I just say, stop producing my shit this year, and I'll change it next year. Yeah, we'll <laughs> um, <laughs> but somebody got to wear that number this year. True. Uh, well, not to jump back to the draft, but. Um, there was a report or news broke this week that Justin Fields, the quarterback from Ohio State, um, that he has epilepsy and that he's played with epilepsy and he's managing it. And um, his it, it, it is common in his family. And, and epilepsy is one of those things that you could you can play with. You can you can grow out of it. And Alan Fanica, Hall of Famer, guard from the Steelers, tweeted out. Um, if I can do it, so can Justin Fields. I didn't know Alan Fanica played his entire career with epilepsy. Mm-hmm. Had no idea until he sent that tweet out. And I'm like, you're talking a Hall of Fame guard here who, you know, multiple times was, was drafted in the first round. Like, so to me, I think, you know, people, the, the shade thrown at Justin Fields during this draft process has been one of the most fascinating things to watch. And you can have your reasons as to why it's been done. Uh, we won't get into those because those touch topics that this show doesn't cover because we like to keep it lighthearted and upbeat. But uh, if he falls to 24, take him. I will run up there and slap the card in Roger Goodell's hand and say, uh, yeah, well, I, we'll take Justin Fields. I don't care if Najee Harris is there. Like, Give me Fields, and that's my quarterback of the future. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, some other breaking news on the Steelers front that I saw. So Justin Lane, cornerback, has a chance to start this year. Um, got drafted, what, two years ago out of Michigan State? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was caught driving at 89 miles per hour in a 60-mile-an-hour zone with an outstanding warrant, marijuana, and a loaded 9mm Glock in his car. If you're going to do it. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
and some <laughs> and like some of the some of the stuff that I saw that came out as far as what he said, like that was recorded or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just on his a, yeah on his phone in the back of the police car. <laughs> yeah, not a good look at all. Um, not how you want to. Not how you want to start off your 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 preseason into <laughs> you know potential starting role here. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be another knock on Tomlin, and had a warrant out for his arrest too for yeah. suspended license. But with with that being said, with, with with that being said, so Kevin Colbert, GM from the Steelers, gets so much praise for being able to draft wide receivers. Right, he's hit on literally all the wide receivers he's drafted, right? Yes. Pretty much any other position he's he's been good at, right? Cornerback. The drafted cornerbacks in the Kevin Colbert, Mike Tomlin era. Let me just read you these names. William Gay. Hey. Willie Gay hey. was solid. Willie Gay was solid. <laughs> hey, Willie Gay was solid. You won't have no slander. Not, no, I'm not going to slander Willie Gay. Willie Gay was solid. I like Willie Gay, right? But you have Joe Burnett. Keenan Lewis, Credeson Butler, Curtis Brown, Cortez Allen, Terrence Frederick, Shaq Richardson, Senquez Golston, Dorian Grant, Artie Burns, Cam Sutton, and Justin Lane. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember all of them, but Sutton was decent. Sutton's still on the team. He's, he's on the he's, team. He's projected to, to he's be a starter this year um, to replace Nelson. Artie Burns was. <sighs> Artie Burns was trash. That was a bad. That was one. a trash pick when they that drafted him at twenty five. I was yep. like, "What First the round. hell are you just doing?" That was a bad one there. That was. They can't. They can't draft a cornerback to save their life. There was some good nickels in there, or should have been good nickels. Yeah, they they were they were uh, nickel out of the NFL because they stunk. You're one and two. There, there's no one and twos in there. <laughs> no, not, not at all. Like uh-huh. that's just. Oh, that's such a terrible list. Like, uh, terrible. Um, <laughs> the, did anybody watch the Jake Paul Ben Askren from last week? No, no. That's all the highlights. That's all. I, I seen needed. knockout. That was it. That's all I needed to see. You know what? Ben Askren showed up. Uh, he showed up like Damon Wayne's from Great White Hype. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he got in no shape. Acted like he's acted like he was he's never been in a professional fight. Like you're a UFC, you're you're an MMA guy. You mean to tell me you you don't know how to get your hands up to to you know bob and weave a little bit? Like to me, that was strictly a payday. Show up, hey, yeah, yeah. we'll make this look good for about a minute, and then you're gonna take this shot and go down. I saw a lot of people saying that was the best work pro wrestling has ever done. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll we'll see that Snoop Dogg and Triller got some. I mean, they they got some stuff going on with this Triller Fight Club. Um, Did Marl announce this one too? No. Okay. No, no. So yeah, um, we'll see. They had you know they had Oscar De La Hoya on, and let's just say Oscar. Uh, uh, was not in the uh, the best mindset to be given a lab microphone to say that. So, uh, possibly he's coming out of retirement for a fight. Uh, if you listen, Every, everybody to, is. Everybody is. Yeah. If you listen to Dana White, Oscar is strictly coming out because he blew all his money on on some some white powder. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
All the legends are coming back. Just draw all the everywhere. 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 Just wait to see Terry Terry Bradshaw come back. I was just thinking the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) This is terrible. Terrible, terrible. Um, Yeah, so there there was that. um, Basketball-wise. Basketball wise, not too much going going on. We're getting getting coming down the home stretch here, getting ready for the playoffs. Uh, Anthony Davis came back for the Lakers. Um, LeBron's still out. I don't see them rushing him back until playoffs. They're they're going to go in at whatever seed they get. Um, so there there there's that there. NBA wise, um, do you see they're going to do like a Marvel and the NBA are going to do like a crossover event on May third? Where it's no, going to be like a, yeah, it's like going to be. Something with Disney and ESPN, they're they're launching it with Marvel, and it's going to be an NBA special edition. It's going to be a game with Golden State Warriors and uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Um, so there's going to be like an original Marvel story where you're going to get characters from Iron Man, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Captain America, and they'll do like 3D presentation throughout the game. Okay. So it'll be interesting uh, to see what they do with that. Yeah. Major League Baseball – Baseball wise, the the Pirates battling back to almost five hundred. Um, they're still going to lose like one hundred and nineteen games. I don't care. <laughs> um, and the the Penguins coming down the home stretch, get ready for playoffs here. Um, yep. You know they 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 look they look pretty good, uh, except for goaltending right now. Goaltending is a huge issue for them. Um, you I, can't you can't go into the playoffs giving four or five six goals. Yeah, still I mean, yeah. yeah. You got what? They had they went into the third period the other day, six nothing. Sid scored a goal, so it was seven, and then they gave up six goals, so the game was seven six. six. What? Yeah. Yeah. Chris, drop me out. Lose that game. Yeah, that was I forget what, what day that was. That was like Wednesday or Thursday, I think. But what? Um, yeah, that was insane. Wow. That might have been Tuesday. So that, yeah. that's your job. You get fired for stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So one thing, yeah. So what we got? We got right now this week. Got three games this upcoming week. Four games this upcoming week. Four games the following week, and May eighth is the last regular season game, and that's a home game. Okay. Um. So not much time left. I mean, I think the last I checked, they were second place in the division. Okay. So yeah, they don't have a lot of time, but. No, they're gonna get that goaltender straight. <laughs> yeah, the the problem that I have with the Penguins is like they can do decent like this now, but a lot of times they can shit the bed first round of the playoffs, and that's what I'm worried about right now. What was that one year, 2013? Yeah, oh, <laughs> that one where they had that great team and then just that they should have won. Yeah, that did nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. the lockout year. They should have absolutely won the cup that year. No reason <laughs> they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Shit the bed in the playoffs and. Unfortunately, they do that too often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they started this. This season was rough to start. Oh they, yeah, it was. But they do a lot of. They've had a lot of overtime games this year too. And that's mm-hmm. what worries me about them in the playoffs. They just gonna burn out games. Yeah, just gonna burn out. Yeah. I saw uh, also college football. Um, you have to start going for two point conversions in the second uh, second overtime now. So they're not waiting yeah. to the third overtime. They just want the games done and over with now. So I was like, I'm yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, oh, before we get out of here, the big the big to do tonight, 
UFC 261. I forgot all about that. <laughs> huge card. Huge card for tonight. Three title fights. Three title fights headlined by Usman and Masvidal. Isn't it about full fans? Yes. Full, fans. Full, full crowd. Jacksonville tonight. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is what? This is the one with Thug Rose. Yeah, Thug Rose is on there. Um, and then tune, uh, tune in. And then she- Shevchenko <clears throat> is the other. She's the other. Uh, the other. I don't know if Thug Rose is, is co-main event or if Shevchenko is. I think it would be Shevchenko. But Don, are you drinking a Lysol container right now? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's my. Uh, yeah, it's my little. Um, I forgot what it was called. Tumblr. Yeah, but it's a Lysol can. <laughs> I'm say, damn, that, that IPA wasn't that bad tasting. You gotta just bite it. <laughs> we do not promote that. Do not do that. To drink Lysol because you saw a dumb mark over there. Drinking. <laughs> but yeah, UFC 261. Um... <sighs> right, right now, the card is Shavanko, then. Uh, Zhang and then Usman. Okay, so that's, Zang that's and, the way it's advertised right now. So Zhang and Rosa are the co-main event then. Yeah, that's going to be a banger. Them two, oh man, that's going to be a banger. Uh, Usman Masvidal, I'm I'm really excited for this match because Masvidal actually had a full fight camp for it. He took the first fight on two weeks' notice or even a week's notice. Um, he lost, but um, they really don't like each other. And Usman said, "Hey, you don't. Masvidal's from Miami. You know they're fighting. You know he's like you. You gonna come into? And I'm gonna come into your city, which is not my city, and I'm gonna take over. And then you get to come into my arena and lose to me in your in your in your backyard. So um, it's added to the fight. Um, another stock card for UFC. They, yeah. they can't go wrong right now with these cards they've been putting out since February. They've been they've been nonstop, and it's been." Great matchups. Um, really looking forward to this to this pay per view tonight. I may actually go on and buy it. I, I don't think I'm gonna. I don't see at least right now. My predictions are no title changes tonight. I see everybody walking in and walking out. Shevchenko is not gonna lose. She's like Amanda Nunes. Like she and and Amanda Nunes is the only one to beat Shevchenko. So like I I don't see Shevchenko losing at all. Zhang and and Thug Rose is gonna be a that may be fight of the night, honestly. Like, I would not put it past them two to be fight. Yeah. I don't know who's favored right now. Um, I don't know I'm who, not sure. who, who the favorite is. I haven't looked on FanDuel yet today to see. Um, so, yeah. Um, speaking of FanDuel, not to not to get away from this UFC card, but um, some, some, some sports gambling news. Um, Florida will get sports gambling, sports betting. Um, however... Um, It'll be run run through the I forget the name of the tribe that's gonna oversee it. Um, but they're only gonna allow one sport one sports book to, to partner up with it. So uh, whether that's DraftKings, FanDuel, they, they haven't determined which one yet. Um, mm. so it'll be interesting, interesting to see how that shakes out. And then New York um, passed bill this week they will also be getting sports betting in new york so i know that was a, was a big that was a big to do um you know if you had your FanDuel account you'd had to go across the bridge in new jersey to pay some back <laughs> <laughs> as you cross state lines 
as soon as you cross state lines, that Fanduel app did not work. Um, <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so, so big to do with with um, New York getting it, and I believe Indiana is is supposed to be getting it next. So um, it still amazed me that PA did it. <clears throat> we're so PA did it. Behind. PA was one of the early ones on it too. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but I, I would if you're able to bet on FanDuel, I would highly suggest going on to FanDuel. That's who I bet through. I love FanDuel. Um, to me, they're the, they're the best. They're the best app. Give you the best odds. Um, you know the ability to bet multiple parlays in games, out of games. It's just it's it's overall probably the best the best site that I've been on. Um, but yeah, so go go check the go check the card out for tonight. <clears throat> they usually have a lot of good bets you can do for UFC. Um, they'll have some boost. They'll have some, you know, you know, if you, I forget, uh, last, the last fight, was it the McGregor fight? I think it was either the McGregor, either the McGregor or Adesanya pay-per-view where, um, the guy bet on FanDuel, um, he picked like, he, he bet like a $30,000 bet would have turned into like $350,000, um, cause he, he, Picked the overall winner and then he, he parlayed it with like uh, the the exact type of finish and it was like, crazy. Bro, how do you, yeah, like how do you hit on something like that? But um, so yeah, I would definitely definitely go on check out the odds for the night fights. Um, it's going to be a really good card. The prelims will be um, on free like how they always are from eight eight, eight to ten I believe tonight. Um, two hours live there so. Check that out, but I got Usman retaining in the main event. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think he's on another <laughs> level. He's these Masvidal. I love Masvidal a lot, but Usman is just you know. And Dana White came out this week, and I guess Colby Covington is going to get the winner of this matchup, um, which is fine. I'd like to see Usman go in and break his jaw again. So. <laughs> yes. I can't yes. stay. I can't stand it. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, I don't have nothing else for sports. Anybody got anything else before we jump into the uh, world renowned, world famous one? Got to go. Yeah, I posted about how I'm, I'm I'm mad that none of the sports I was good at in gym are professional sports. <laughs> um, and that's like parachute. And I, I was running back what four squares, right? Whether you called it the A block, the one block, or the king block, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, could, we, we could rainbow parachute all day. <laughs> yeah, the, the parachute, the king block, four squares. Um, yeah, that's, that's Nukem. 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 Wow. Uh, yeah. Nukem. I don't remember that. Yeah. Well, ball about the hen. Yeah, you catch it, then you throw it back over the net. Throw it back over the net. Oh, okay. They um. They don't even they don't even let kids play dodgeball in school anymore. No, that's been a long time. Long time. They they don't. I actually I don't think you're allowed to play any games where you have to pick teams because they don't want anybody to be picked last. Then why watch sports then if you don't want teams? We're not going to get in this conversation. We're already two and a half hours in. Yeah, yeah. We're already two and a half hours in. We'll we'll table that talk for another time because that's (laughs) that's so. but yeah, I'm good. Let, let's jump in the one gotta go this week so I can bang on Jason some more. <laughs> <laughs> All 
I think that was a poor choice of war- words once you actually see this, the topic this week. But Well, I saw Tang, and it, that was just the first word that popped into my mind to rhyme with Tang. <laughs> so, Donald, this is actually going to be a little bit revolved around sitcoms again, but oh I think God, you're going to be okay man. with this. I, like I think you're going to be okay with this one. He likes sitcoms. He likes 90 sitcoms. Well, that's... So this is actually sitcom crushes. <laughs> it, there's, there's no Ooh, man. There's only one answer. It's Wait. A to Tanga. Wait, That's my no, choice. It's, it's, it's one, one gotta go. go. One gotta yeah, go. go. Not one that you keep in. I don't want to pick more. I don't want to pick more. Damn it. Oh, uh, this is this is who who's getting off this list? And for me, I'm gonna go with Jackie Burkhart right away. I'm, no gonna with you. I'm gonna go with Jackie too. I'm keeping Topanga. I'm definitely keeping Kelly, and I'm definitely keeping Kelly. So, <laughs> <laughs> which which yeah, Kelly are you definitely keeping? <laughs> uh, for me, I'm a brunette guy, so I'm gonna keep Kapowski over yeah. Bundy. <laughs> But yeah, I'm not this. The, yeah, this was no hesitation for me. Jackie got to go. I like Mila Kunis, so like I, I want to keep her on there. But I, I didn't really watch this, that '70s show, so the character I really, I have no yeah. involvement with the character at all. I, I, I like Kelly Bundy. I love Married with Children. She, like, she wasn't one of my my '90s crushes, but just because I didn't watch the show, I'm going with I'm taking Jackie off as well. <laughs> I watched all the shows. From first episode to last episode, <laughs> by Jackie Burkhart, uh, she got to go. She she, she <laughs> does. Even though I like the attitude and everything, and that's kind of falling on the lines of uh, the felony type thing. But <laughs> out of the other three, but out of the other three, she is. Yeah, she's definitely. Got Wait, to are go we back. going? Are we going two weeks in a row with a claim? I think we are. She she has to. Yeah. Joe, are you getting rid of you getting rid of Jackie too? I'm getting rid of Jackie too, but uh, I think Kapowski would have been the second. What? <laughs> I know I didn't watch Saved by the Bell. It don't matter. You didn't have to watch Saved by the Bell. You just I'll buy a shirt on her now, but I think she was Wow. Lark Voorhees person. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I can't bullshit on that one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> back man. <then. laughs> I don't like. I don't. I don't like these one gotta goes where we're straight down the board, all in agreement. We need to get something. That, this generates no buzz. You're killing the. You're killing the gimmick. Jason came up with a good idea. Say that if we do agree on one, we need to do another one. <laughs> it was either pick a, pick a second one off or flip it to who you keeping. Well. See, I, I I would have thrown this out there stepbrotherwise and go and go uh, uh, FMK for fuck Mary kill. But, nah, uh, that's yeah. not appropriate. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you can do that anymore. We have this. We have the. We have to save that for an after dark episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's twenty twenty one. I don't think you can play that game anymore. Either. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this this was this was this was an easy one. So who's the only one that you're keeping? I'm keeping Topanga. Let's run that. Topanga. Topanga. I'm keeping Kelly Kapowski. Uh, so, there's our difference. <laughs> and there you go again. You're you're the last man out. You're the, <laughs> I'm the, the only man. Man. 
I'm the only right man where he wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm go, I'm going Kelly Kapowski for Kelly sure. would be my number two. Yeah, if I wanted, if, if I wanted a, a steady girlfriend, I'm going to Panga. If, if I want, uh, if I want to level up and go, okay, I, 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 I'll kick my coverage a little bit. I'm going to go Kelly, and then if. <laughs> If I want somebody that I'm not allowed to bring home to my mother, I'm going Kelly Bundy. So that that's that's where I go right now. Yeah. And you know, like now, whenever you know the the wife that I'm married to, I outkick my coverage on that instance. So I, I definitely married up in my situation. So this was tough. I mean, it, it it wasn't tough, but Jackie has. I'm not gonna say it because that's my PG. <laughs> Save it for after dark. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta we gotta we gotta get some yeah, we gotta yeah, yeah. come up with some other stuff. You guys are killing me. Hey uh final uh, we don't we, we don't pack it. <laughs> hey, you did you have you sent me a bunch before, so send me something. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Um <laughs> We ready to get into final thoughts? Let's do it. All right, kids. Thanks for tuning in to episode 34 of the Dumb Marks podcast. Remember that we are live every Saturday at 11 a.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. So please subscribe, like, and follow our social media pages at Dumb Marks Pod. Or message us during the shows while you watch live. And you can email us at dumbmarkspod at gmail.com. Our audio-only edition of the podcast is released every Monday to listen on demand on all your favorite podcast platforms. And if you haven't heard, our official Dumbmarks merch is now available to purchase on Pro Wrestling Tees. You can visit ProWrestlingTees.com slash DumbmarksPod. Gentlemen, before Steve sends us home today, anything left to cover? I don't think so. I think we're all good. Um, Time to get a drink? Yeah, time to go drink. They did, my honey do list is done. I got nothing but <laughs> but uh, stuff to watch. You know, Mortal Kombat. I'm gonna watch uh, probably UFC tonight and something else. So I got uh, I got bottles and beers lined up. So it, it may be a, a solid day drinking day here. I'm gonna go try one of these slushies. Gaming, gaming, gaming. <laughs> oh, I meant. Um, since I since I, I watched Falcon and Winter Soldier last night and on a superhero kick, um, I'll, I'll give a give an inspirational quote here from the the man, uh, the man, the myth, the legend who played Superman, Christopher Reeve, and he said, "A hero is an ordinary individual who finds the strength to persevere and endure in spite of overwhelming obstacles." So with that, wake up every day and be your own hero. You're a Mark, I'm a Mark, tell a Mark, and until next time, y'all can catch us around the way.